1: Everyone relax. This is Top.
2: Ironically,
1: I'm not relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hello and welcome to Faux. Fop. I'm Will Anderson. What I feel now I feel paranoid and intimidated before no, we no, start. That was the best story. I've never had anybody say, oh, are you happy? Okay, let's okay, let's start.
0: <laughs> well, yes, I am happy. Well, then let's begin the podcast.
1: I <laughs> just wanted to say if you guys were happy, Matt Kirsch and Dave I, Anthony.
3: I appreciate all the things you did to make us happy before right. we started.
1: Yeah, well, I was trying. Well, Matt just ate some things that we, for a second we had a scare where we thought it might have been poison. I was yeah. like,
3: his, you know when food that shouldn't be fizzy is a bit fizzy?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: In fact, no food should be fizzy. Drinks should have a fizz to them sometimes if they're carbonated beverages. No sh- no foods should be fizzy? Maybe sherbet. Sherbet, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah about sherbet's about the only food. acceptable fizzy food. Yeah, that's not what, what about... The what about have Salsa. You ever, have you sh- ever
0: had the candy called
1: fizzies? Uh, okay. All right. Outside... But they're probably made of sherbet, right? <laughs> 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 Whiz-fizz? Is that, oh, that's sherbet. That's sherbet, sherbet again.
2: <laughs> 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 all right, all right. <laughs> sherbet fountains. Is that... <laughs>
1: The Australian band Sherbet. So, any of these. So it came
0: alive in your mouth a little bit.
1: It did. It had a vigor that I wasn't expecting.
0: And it might come alive
1: through the rest of you for a while. <laughs> well, we've checked. No, it's been in the fridge. And like, it wouldn't have been unrefrigerated the since I opened out. it. And the numbers check out. I looked at the numbers on the side. It shouldn't expire until 2016. But you have had, you have had people stay here. So someone might have taken it out, left it on the counter
0: yeah. while you were and away. And opened. then put it back in and thought, this is really going to get Matt Kirshen. It's like a really sneaky. It's like it's it's almost like uh, like a crazy long con movie. (laughs) That when you think back on it makes no sense. Right. But they wrap it up in a bow. But with the lowest stakes, much lower
2: stakes.
1: <laughs> it, it is kind of one of those things that, like, when you look back at a movie, when they just flick through those little bits, and they're like, you see the person just leaving it out on the counter and then putting it back in the fridge. You go, oh yeah, that checks out. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no, that doesn't check out in any way. It doesn't check That's out like at all. The stupidest way to murder somebody that I've ever heard of. It doesn't even
0: remotely check out. I'm going to take that out of the mic stand.
1: Dave's taking the mic out of the mic stand. Let's go. Like he's gonna, like yeah, he's here we go. Into it.
0: Here we go. You guys ready? How's yeah. that? Elbow to hold out. Bringing it. Do you want to hear a story?
1: Yeah, I want to hear. Yeah.
0: So now I don't know if you know this, but I moved up to a town that's sort of on the edge of the edge of the mountains. I didn't know in, that. North of Glendale. Yeah, because for our, our child's education, it's a good place to go to school and all. He that He wants stuff. his child to be raised by wolves. Right. By, raised by wolves. There's
3: there's bears. He wanted to be a mountain kid.
0: Yeah, I, I want him to learn how to well, hunt and kill bears and make hats out of them.
1: Yeah. I mean, he'll have to, because, you know, with the way the environment's going. Yeah. I mean, this is the only way you can actually be a good parent, is train them in the ways of Bear grills, right. Pure yeah. survival. Right. Yeah. I
3: understand that, and I think you're a good parent for doing it.
1: Yep. Thank you. It's like the Hunger Games up there.
0: Right.
3: Uh 24-7.
1: Literally. Literally. They, Literally, they yes. enroll you in uh, school and then in the Hunger Games. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and also they film it around there, so
1: they can just use the same stuff. Oh, great. yeah, that's good. Cool. Well, they already had the sets. That's yeah. how they got with the idea. <laughs> they it? thought, you know, we can actually fund this by running actual Hunger Games <laughs> when the Hunger Games aren't filming. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs>
0: We're in District 4.
1: Yeah, that's how, I, that's how they Ooh, afford that's it. That's a good one, I yeah. hear. Very good schools. District 4
0: is Very good schools. Um, I still don't know what the three fingers means when they hold them up in Hunger Games.
1: Well, it's like uh, it's their thing.
0: It's like put your hands in there and it's, wave them like it, you just don't care. But okay. it's bad
1: when they do it. Like the government doesn't like when they do that. No, you know what it is actually. It's their it's their hands up, don't shoot. It's their you know it's like, oh, okay. It's their symbol. Like you know the footballers yeah, yeah, yeah. have gone on with their hands up, don't shoot. Yeah, to, okay. About the Ferguson thing. Yeah. I thought it's, it
3: was like their shocker. <laughs>
0: The whole movie, the the last at the very end of the fourth one, the big reveal is that the whole place is built around a Dan Cook bit.
1: Right. (laughs) They were just like, so hang on. The moral of this movie is two in the pink and one in the stink. It's that doesn't all all in the pink, all in the stink. The the Hunger Games, the Hunger Games, the final chapter. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And then
0: just, just you know, in Comic Sans, it comes up on screen, all in the pink, and then it fades to black.
1: (laughs) And just as just as it goes in, you hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Hunger Games reference. If you've not seen the film, mm-hmm. I have not. No, okay, but
3: well, I've seen the, a bit of the first film. You haven't seen. No, I read the I've books and all. I thought they were terrible. Oh, you did. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I'm going to qualify that because I know you've got listeners probably who are fans of the books and are now cursing my name. We've we got
1: a different opinion. Yeah, or we've got listeners that are fans of heaps of things that on like yeah, there are things I'm fans of that I've made fun of with this podcast. Here's my problem with the book. Okay. Oh, the books. Except Lost. Just don't bring up Lost. Don't uh, bring up. Never lost. seen it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> don't bring it up. Well, bring it up to say good things. <laughs> it's a great show. But here's, here's my problem with the books. Uh,
3: I, I thought the characters were cool. I liked the story and I liked the concept. My main problem with it was the writing was so spoon like it, there, there wasn't a single moment where anything was left to your thought, creativity, or imagination. Like it was like he smiled. For children, right? Yeah, for no, children, no, but even yeah. even books for children, like even like I think I think it's probably pitched to a similar age group to Harry Potter. And I know people criticize J.K. Rowling's writing at times. I think she, she's so far superior. She leaves you to work things out, and she leaves you to let those penny drop moments happen. Whereas I think the Hunger Games, it, it was like he smiled, which is a facial expression he did when he was happy, which he was right then.
1: I like feel it like it this might. Like, I feel like this might be United Kingdom snobbery.
0: No. You know, I mean, I feel like
1: he mm. sided with the, I mean, you know, J.K. Rowling said that you know, she wanted Scotland to stay with England and you feel like ah. in return you have to defend her writing at any, uh, yeah, because well, I guess the Hunger Games girl, is she an American? Is that, what, is that, what's, going is that on? what's going on? I don't know where she's from. I don't know yeah, where she's right. from
0: either. Probably, probably American. The Twilight one is a, is a Mormon American woman and the whole Twilight series is actually about abstinence. Is it really? Yeah, it's about not
1: fucking. That's what. It, that's what it should have been called. Not fucking. See,
3: this is how I fa- when um. Did you have that?
1: Well, also, not fucking someone who's like eight hundred years older than you.
3: That's
0: a like, good advice. No. Like I mean, H- seriously, but Are you rebel. talking about
1: the Mormons right now. No, I mean <laughs> vampires, but sure, yeah, I guess maybe. But that's the thing is, like, I'm like. Surely, in this age, when you know people like your Bill Cosbys and your like Rolf Harris's and like you know your Jimmy Savile's, why are we having a popular movie about a creepy like a hundred year old guy who's like going around fucking teenagers? I didn't think about that, but maybe it's just topical, maybe
0: that's why, yeah. Maybe they're hitting what's going on with the, the youth today.
1: Now, did did you
3: have that moment? Right. And this is this is a this is a British author that I'm about to criticise. Okay. Oh boy, criticise
1: as they call it when you take your one one That is our down. Yeah, <laughs> we,
3: we have to put our country in every action.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, well, that was very British.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but did you have that moment where? You suddenly where uh, where you reach the age where you realise that the Narnia books are all an allegory for oh, the Bible, I and then love like,
0: them when I was a kid. Yeah,
3: and then you go, "Oh, this is just yeah. a shitty version
0: of right. Jesus." Uh,
1: yeah, no, I didn't, it's yeah. an excellent version of Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't know why. but I, I was the opposite to that. I was like, "Oh." Okay, I'm happy to read this story about the Bible than that dumb one you make me read all the time at Sunday school. This one's got lions in it. And there's like yeah. a wardrobe and a witch and stuff. Yep. This is heaps better. But if I, I was, to, if I have to be indoctrinated into something that I'm not going to believe it as an adult, this is at least a much more enjoyable way to do it.
0: I, d- I, was, I was saddened when I found out that they were Christian books. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just bummed sort
3: of, me out. No, and, but I didn't know I the same, until I, I was really, like I, you know, i I raced through those books when I was a kid. Loved the was it seven of them, yes, I think?
0: Me too. Yeah.
3: And then suddenly you go, Oh, and then, then I think it's because it's so once you realize that and you go back and read some of it, it's yeah. so clumsy. Yes. There Where is, is an older magic Right. Once
0: is, you know it, did you see the movies, any of the movies? I saw no, one of the I movies didn't. and I was like, My God, this is unbelievably over the top. Don't right. You mean my Aslan? This uh, is unbelievable.
1: My Aslan? Aslan. Aslan. Land. Land. the oh, lion. Right. Okay, got it. <laughs> Sometimes I have to be explained things. Uh, Suzanne Marie Collins there we go. is an American television writer and novelist best known as the author of uh, The Underland Chronicles and The Hunger Games Trilogy. Underland? Yeah, I think they're being generous, The Underland Chronicles, to so put it on the same. Yeah. She's best known for The Hunger Games Trilogy. And, and it, she also wrote The Underland Chronicles. What
0: did she What did she, what did, what did she write in television?
1: Uh, well, we can what find out. What was television experience? Uh, Star Trek. So, anyways. Wings.
0: In the, in the middle of, I would like yeah. to say, in the middle of um, all of the tweets today about everything that's going on in the world, uh, Matt and Mira puts up one, and it's all these tweets about politics, and there's a the big thing happens, and then in the middle, someone, he puts up, Nerdist, uh, you don't abbreviate Doctor and Doctor Who. <laughs> Put the whole Matt Mira and everyone's like, are you paying attention to the world right now? <laughs> no. You know what? I'm fighting the
1: battles I can win. You know what? Some of this other shit we can't fix. Or at least Matt Mira can't fix. But there's one thing he can fix. <laughs>
3: see, every so often I'll put something online that's just baiting people with this stupidity just to see if they respond. Oh, and they do. And what? But this one got nothing. And I thought it would get some, It was when, when it was announced that there was going to be a new Doctor and Matt... Was leaving and it was good. Anyway, in that period, I put something like As someone who is the biggest fan of the series, there is, I should be the next Doctor Who. And I, I abbreviated Doctor, and also I was expecting people to go, like, it's not Doctor Who, it is the Doctor. You're clearly not a fan. No one. People just, like, either ignored it or a couple of people went, oh, that would be cool. I'm like, no, now it looks like I'm just bragging. And like, That's
1: amazing. Nobody said anything. I
0: yeah, had to, I, I could had,
3: see you as him.
1: I had I, to do another one where I wrote here's, it Doctor Hugh. Here's what I would say. <laughs> I remember reading that tweet originally because, A, I read your tweets, and, B, I read everything about Doctor Who. Right. And I remember enjoying the joke. Okay. I, I was like, ha, ah, he's done the Doctor wrong, and that's a funny joke. <laughs> because that's the thing that would annoy most really hardcore Doctor Who fans an <laughs> excellently done joke maybe that's why you didn't get response maybe. a lot of people were just like no, well yes. done okay. a lot of people at home going well done well done alright I'll take that that'll, well done that,
0: did, you hear, did you hear like in, in the back of your mind somewhere someone say
2: that'll do big
0: <laughs> by the way your set the other night,
1: is that your DVD that you're going to record? Oh, well, some, yeah, that's that's some of it. It's yes. really good. Oh, uh, yeah? Did yeah. you did you think the shape of it works all right yeah, for an American really, audience and yeah, stuff? Yeah, it's really nice. Okay, good. Are you going to record it in America or are you going to go back to Australia? To no, be? I'm going to record it in Australia. We're doing the final night, January 19, at the Sydney Opera House. In fact, they're the only shows I have left of the tour now. Uh, so uh, just one night, two shows in the one night.
3: Nice. Justin opening.
1: Justin's opening for it. It'll be really exciting. And, um, you know, it's, I've never played the concert hall at the Sydney Opera House That's before. That's the big room, right? That's the big room, the big how, main room. What's, how many seats is that? You know, it's only uh, 2,200. Like, it's not some stupidly huge room, but it's like it's the main room at the Sydney Opera House and when you you know when we take the shots around the side it looks like the Sydney Opera House and yeah, you know you guys do the
3: swooping crane shoot, right? shoot beforehand
1: and James uh, Fosdyke who does all my art and does all my posters he's done this amazing in fact I, I can he show you the dollar part he did the dollar part oh cool he's and amazing So this, is he the
3: one who did that poster up there as well yes and yeah.
1: so this background that I have here on my computer which is the background of my poster without the like all the kind of stuff in the middle of it and um, that's like half the street in Sydney and half the street here in LA, and that's going to be like the background of the oh, the, the cool. actual DVD. So I'm going to like shoot it as if I'm standing like oh, in oh, the nice. middle of the road there. So, so
3: I like it. W- I like that it has the Hollywood Improv on the left hand side before they painted the shitty murals on
0: it.
1: Right? Holy yeah, that's like a, shit. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Amazing. Those they murals are, are terrible. I mean, I
0: any you go to the Improv now, you see a group of comics trying to figure out whose faces are Just on. Just
3: giggling wall. at my favorite. I think is the. Amy Schumer that looks like Margaret Cho. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: because, you know what? Comedy doesn't see race, Matt. No, it doesn't. We don't see it race. really don't. Yeah,
3: I've, I've, I've known Amy for a while. I don't remember her ever being Asian. <laughs>
1: Smoking. <laughs> no, she started Asian. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. She was originally Asian. Oh, that must have been before my time. Yeah, she, oh, she, she's done a range. She You're was right. like trying to cash in on things for a while. She did, She was Asian Amy Schumer. Uh, she was uh, Amy Juma for a while, just ex- yeah, exclusively Jewish stuff. That's the <laughs> um,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. She there's... was she was Andy Schumer for a while. Yep, I remember that. Did remember a male character?
3: Uh, there's the Jim Jeffries that looks like. Uh... Oh yeah, who does he look like? I, d- I can't even think. Like, it'll... what's the character from The Goonies?
1: Chunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. were like... <It's laughs> like, you know, it's good to see Jay Leno there with Chunk from The Goonies. <laughs> It is like
3: (laughs) both comics and just audience members just Just stood around trying to work.
0: Bewildered (laughs) at what's happening on the wall. Bewildered.
3: And there's a dolphin in the middle, and it was explained to me that the reason for the dolphin and the reason for the terrible caricatures was that the artist that they commissioned normally does aquatic scenes. What? Yeah, no, he's a famous.
0: No, no he's a fam- get fucked. He's a famous uh aquatic guy. You you've probably if you if you saw his <laughs> paintings, he does murals all over the world. Right, uh, of aquatic w. His name starts with yeah. the W. But I saw it the other day, and I was like, wait a minute, he did these? Now it makes sense because he never draws faces. He draws right. fucking fish. fish. <laughs> and they're
1: like, let's get that guy to do faces. Yeah. He can't do faces. No. <laughs> Draw the comics as fish. <laughs> At the very least, oh represent God. them as various fish. Yeah, I that would be, he he would be amazing. He probably could be do a
0: good, great job. Like... Waylon. Right. Waylan.
3: Oh, that's probably... That is yeah. that is how Chappelle would be as a...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look up Wyland. <laughs> Wyland is his name, and he just does... Wyland? Wyland. Hang on, man. Or yeah. Waylon, one or the other. Okay. Oh, wait. Did we find out what, what writing she did on TV shows? Oh, no. Okay, hang on. I'll
1: go back to that. There's so you much Googling.
0: There's so much Googling to do right now in... Just on this show because we got backed up.
1: Okay, here we go. Oh, uh, so. With our Googles. Uh, Collins. Collins? Uh, that was Suzanne Collins. This oh. is the. So she's ri- written on several television shows for Nickelodeon. Ah. Including.
0: There you go. Okay.
1: Uh, Clarissa Explains It
0: All. Great okay. She, oh, that's what you're talking about, exactly. Explains It All, like in that's the writing. That's
3: the thing. She just, that's, everything she does is... <laughs> she learned sense. it on Clarissa Explains It All. Is, she, there,
1: is, there any cha- is there any chance that uh, this is one of those situations, you know, where you see on, like, Law and Order occasionally out of the news, where, like, the professor has actually stolen the manuscript of the gifted, like, you know, child. Oh. You know, there's always, like, the writing student and then mm. the... Right. So maybe Clarissa wrote the book and that's right. why it's so overly it's explained because explain. she just likes to explain if it she all had,
3: if, if she had come up instead on clarissa explains it a bit right. but leave some of it to the imagination. imagination
1: i mean that's a completely different career it would uh, be it would have been have a, very a great different book. i have a great right. plagiarism story uh okay we'll get back to that uh the mystery files of shelby Wu uh-uh.
0: on nickelodeon again uh yep it's a mystery to me. little
1: bear Oh
0: yeah, that was about
1: um, tiny, like a little bear, tiny, oh, homose- yeah. t- tiny homosexual man.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> Ben Troy, I played a, about a very tiny Wilford Brimley, character.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, Oswald. Wait, Oswald? Oh, Oswald. Do you a... think that's the killer or do you yeah, think yeah. they did it? Did
0: Nickelodeon <laughs> do a show about a
1: young Oswald? <laughs> it was like their version of the flash. Or Arrow. It's their like And there's little <laughs> <It's their> Smallville. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: There's all these little Easter eggs where you meet like a young JFK as well.
1: No, <laughs> <Yo>, it's Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Young Oswald! Uh, she was also the head writer for Scholastic Entertainment's Clifford's Puppy Days. Clifford's Puppy. Oh well, Clifford's a, a really big dog. Well, hang on. I, I reckon Clifford's she... Puppy Days probably was the early years of Clifford. Maybe this is a yeah. area. Let's see so what, what she Clif- does. Is mostly pre. Uh, Clifford's Puppy Days is a short-lived animation television series originally aired on PBS. Uh, blah blah a spin-off of the original Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah. It's set before the original series no. and features the adventures of Clifford during his puppy days yeah. before he grew up. So but he's tiny. Like a,
3: yeah. and, and who was Clifford the dog of? Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> it all adds up, oh man. You just look
1: networks within networks. <laughs> you've just got to peel back the layers of the onion.
3: It's all there, man. Yeah. It's all
2: there.
1: Right. So... um. Plagiarism start? So, year years
0: ago, uh, uh, there was a sketch show on the air on Fox uh, called, God, what was that terrible show called? Anyway, it was on for a while, and um, Nicole Sullivan was on it, and some other people that kind of took off a little bit, but there were a lot of young writers on there, so I knew a couple. And one day they discover that one of the writers um, has gotten, he's been on the show for a year, he's been writing on the show for a year. And it comes out that he stole his spec, which is how you get a job in LA. You write a spec and then you send it in and then you get a job, hopefully. Right. So he was, he was going to school at Harvard and his roommates wrote a sketch packet and he took it and sent it in. Oh, this is Mad TV. That's what it's called. Sends it into okay. Mad TV. And he gets the job
1: on Mad TV. On the back of someone else's work. On the back right. of someone else's work. So bye. What you're also explaining is how Facebook came to be.
0: So he um, he gets found out. Some somehow someone finds out. One of Mm -hmm. the writers, like one of the writers, gets a package from someone that's like, "Look, this is what this guy did." And um, and then there's a big fight in the writers' room because all these writers want him fired. And then I'm not going to work with this plagiarist and all this stuff. And they're like, "Well, we
1: want to keep him," and it's this huge fight. So yeah, had he
3: been writing good, doing good work in the meantime. I, that I don't know.
1: Because if they wanted, him. if they wanted to keep him, you'd think maybe he was.
0: Um, yeah, he must have been doing okay. If they wanted to keep him, right? So, but his way, his name is Stuart Bloomberg, by the way. Okay. Is that allegedly? Yeah, we'll do allegedly.
3: Okay. Um, his name is allegedly the definite thief. Is allegedly called Stuart <laughs> Bloomberg. <laughs> so he
0: gets. He gets. Fired at the end because mm-hmm. half the writing staff is like, we're going to quit, blah, blah, blah. Then Edward's like, okay, his career's over, right? Well, he turns out he's really good friends with Edward Norton. Oh, yeah. So Edward Norton then finds out what happened to him and signs on to one of his movies, gets it made called Keeping the Faith. Uh huh.
1: Oh, and yeah. Then, I saw that movie with Ben Stiller, right?
0: Yeah. And so then this guy gets to have a career. Uh, he did The Girl Next Door, The Kids Are All Right, and he's got uh, Thanks for Sharing, which I don't know what it is, and She Said, She Said.
1: So he's had a great career. I mean, The Kids Are All Right is like It's a, a good movie. and Yeah, it's a good movie, and that got like quite a lot of critical attention. Yeah, but he he got it all off of uh,
0: thievery, and then Edward Norton jumping in and saving his career.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Interesting. Well, there you huh? go. Hollywood. And I did read uh, did his t- children's t- book, uh, Norton Steals a Who. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I was just trying to get us it's out okay. of that moment. I'm yeah. uh... <laughs> no, no, sorry, I brought it down.
3: No, no, it's fine. Is he like a separate like person, like a writer in his own right, or is he just like another aspect of Edward Norton's psyche?
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That'd be great if he was a character <laughs> who'd been invented by Edward Norton and it worked out that he'd been like... Because he's a pretty good actor, so he's been going to all these meetings, <laughs> he stole this thing, he's like the whole thing's been undercover. Yeah.
0: God, that'd be amazing. If Ed Norton was being a writer in disguise in Hollywood you know he thinks he's a writer you guys know that right oh no oh yeah writers hate to write for Ed Norton because he rewrites all the dialogue oh yeah so any movie you see Ed Norton in he has rewritten basically all of his dialogue because he thinks writers are terrible except for ones that steal apparently
1: (laughs) well he only stole once hopefully right he only stole to get the job (laughs) I'll, I'll get the job dishonestly, but right. once I'm here, But so once I'm there, that's my one. But everyone gets
0: one. <laughs> that's all Hollywood is, though. Is once you get your foot in the door, you get to keep you know right. working a lot. Like you, people who have never had their foot in the door can just toil away for years, even though they're great writers. Like it right. doesn't matter.
1: Oh well, I mean, as we've seen from all the terrible things that like celebrities have been alleged to do like, lately, people will cover up for people who are earning them money for years. Yeah. Oh, for years. For years. For years. There's
0: music happening in there. Yeah. I don't know what that is, um, but there's music happening. I mean. So I go to a Christmas lot to get a Christmas tree uh-huh. up near our house where the Hunger Games is and all that stuff. Okay. And uh, so the way these lots work is they're sort of, I mean, you would describe them almost as gypsy-ish. They're people who come down from Oregon and rent a lot and bring all their Christmas trees down and they set up a mobile home and they live in it on the lot and they live yeah. there.
3: And there's a couple near where I live where, which are pumpkin lots up until yeah. the day after Halloween and then they become Christmas lots yes. for the next few exactly. months. Exactly.
1: It's seasonal lots. Yeah. Seasonal lots.
3: <laughs> yeah. Then they become S- Easter lots. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can get like a 4th of July lot, yeah. get some fireworks on there
3: or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> Memorial Day Yeah, lots. what about
1: Easter yeah. lot? Just a bunch of rabbits running around. Yes.
3: Oh, like chocolates and yeah,
0: like, you know, Easter
3: related things.
0: A giant yeah. human sized cross that you can nail someone to. Right. Is that part of the Just Easter lots of
3: metaphors for fertility. <laughs>
1: Do you, like, where how do you buy a metaphor? Yeah, yeah, yeah the metaphors are up the front or the back. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got uh, all new metaphors. We've uh, they, got a whole room of metaphors. Just, Check them just, out. Just pass the similes, <laughs>
3: right?
2: <Yeah>. Don't, <laughs> don't stop
0: with
3: the similes, though. You don't want a simile. And if you hit the allegories, you've gone too far. <laughs> right. That's
1: yeah. They're out of. I mean, they're in reverse alphabetical order. I'm so <laughs> sorry, but if you started at the back, that would it would actually make sense. Excuse me. Where are your cliches? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, They're right up front. I mean, that's what you sell them. You sell them the cliches. Tell,
3: tell you where they are. They're in the last place you look.
1: <laughs>
0: I was hoping someone would come up with the cliche. Oh, man. I couldn't think of
1: one. Okay, that was, that was pretty great. Yeah, though. that was good. So um, you went to the lot. Um, and so
0: we pick out a tree, and then my wife says she wants some garland, some cedar garland. So they cut... She doesn't want you know there's this huge long thing, and it's two and a half two and a half bucks of a a a yard so she goes, "I just want half that, so the we're watching these girls try to cut it and it's going on forever and then they write up a tag for me and I go over to the to the little trailer where there's a woman you know, and I hand it to her, and she looks at it and she goes, what well, I don't know what this means and i go what what's confusing <laughs> and she goes, "What well, is the it says there's a forty eight dollar tree and twenty dollars, and I go, right the trees." That's the price for the tree, and then the twenty dollars is for the stand. And she goes, "Okay, and what's the 15? And I go, "That's for the garland." And she goes, "You got garland for fifteen? Man, you really Jewed them down." Oh, and I was like, oh. what? I was like, "What's happening
1: right on now?" A wow. Christmas? <laughs> on a Christmas? I Christmas, mean, but you can do that at Christmas lot right. on a lot, right? Because you know <laughs> that's the safe area. You're not going to find a Jew around there. Like Christmas trees are like you know garlic to vampires. Yeah. It's
3: like that's. You try that it's language perfect place You try that language In
1: a menorah shop Right And
3: you're going to be in trouble
1: Yeah You
0: don't but want to it's, be down It's the one place That you can't say Jew them down Because right. there's not Going to be a Jew
1: there it's By the Christmas tree It's a safe space That's it's probably a, That's probably the why They got into The Christmas tree business <laughs> if, you, if you want to be a bigot Or like Do like you mean Or an anti-Semite There's probably certain jobs yeah. Where you're like You know what You don't have to hide this yeah. This is an industry Where you can speak freely <laughs> And still earn a living and you know what? We can use this wood. Like, trees can be used for a lot of purposes. Wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink. Uh, uh,
0: yeah.
3: Also, $15 for a garland. I know, $15 for a garland. I was oh, like, you how made, did I... You made out like a band <laughs> <laughs> You were probably no, driving was, all the way to the bank oh, with yeah. that, <laughs> that deal.
0: Like it's, so then I turn around... Because my wife's over by the car with our kid, and I go, Oh my God, I can't wait to tell her this because this is completely insane that (laughs) in this day and age someone said that to my face as if I'm
1: supposed to go, Yeah, man, you're a customer. I
0: know it's insane.
1: Like, you have, how much was it? $75? it was, oh, wait, Hang on. Uh, what was the whole thing? 68 and 15. So, yeah. It yeah. Was, so, it so was like, like $80. 80 yeah. You're a guy who has $80 <laughs> and you live in the year 2014. <laughs> Nobody should be saying something like that no, to you. No. Oh, good God. No. Nowhere. No that's one who insane. has $80 of disposable income wants to hear that.
3: No, that's right. <laughs> Nobody. like just cackle sing a song from fiddle of the roof and skip down the road
0: (laughs) i just stared at her i didn't know what to say i didn't i'm not gonna and this is why thank god i didn't say anything because then we walk over to the car and there's a guy putting the tree on the car and then i hear the owner and a guy screaming at each other and the owner and the guy is like you stay away from my kid and every time he says something the owner pushes him and he's he's Pushing the guy off the lot, and the guy's like, "I'll oh, fuck you up." And every time the guy comes at him, the owner who's much bigger—we outweigh him by a hundred pounds—just body slams the guy in the chest and pushes the guy back. And he does that like twenty-five feet off until they're off the lot, and then pushes the guy off the lot. Is like, And I'm like, "What in the fuck is
3: happening at this Christmas tree lot?" He tried to get a garden for fourteen bucks. <laughs>
1: I like the and idea that you've just stumbled onto a really prejudiced lot. <laughs> Do you know? Was it called like you know, white's only Christmas or something? <laughs> yeah, but stay away from my kid. It's hey, not something you want I'm, to hear. Where you're buying hey, a tree? tree. <laughs> hey, I'm dreaming of I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Wink. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Well, Wink. Jews are white. Hey, no, no, no. But I'm like, there. It's a very prejudiced lot. <laughs> We're getting to everybody. <laughs> we are just don't. That was the first sign, the, the bit before about the bargaining down. We've covered that off now, right?
0: Yeah, so anyway, I mean, I, got a, I really chewed them
1: down. I got a good deal. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Merry Christmas. I wonder if any of that shit's happening down at the Hanukkah lot. You know what I mean? In reverse. <laughs> you know, I
0: feel like, is there a Hanukkah lot, and what do they cut down? What do they have at the Hanukkah lot?
1: Uh, expectations. Yeah, dreidels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what is a dreidel? It's a little thing you spin. So, yeah. I love the name. Uh, the word dreidel is, I think, a very pleasant word to it's say. say it is a spinning
3: top that has
1: it's different sides. Yeah, right? I
3: think if I remember rightly, it's four sides, and they each have a Hebrew letter on them. Is it four sides? I can't remember. And and it's a game. Like it's a you. I can't remember exactly how it works but depending on which side it lands on you either take something from the middle or you put it back or right. it's like take three there's
0: one one is like yeah you take you take a certain number of stuff and two the second one is you get to kill Jesus yeah yeah I don't know what the third one is
3: took a while to spin into the right one but yeah <laughs>
2: best of three let's do best of three
0: where do you live that you say Judit down to someone and think that everyone's going to be cool with it? The no, well, the, the woods? woods, the yeah. woods, you the live with Christmas
1: yeah. trees. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is like it's just that thing of when you work around. I get that there are. We still live in a world where people clearly. We still live in a world where people are incredibly prejudiced. Yes. Right. But. You work in a happy industry. like in you, Hollywood. Yeah, but also, you, uh, well, yes, you're yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, you're right near Los right. Angeles.
3: Which Se- is an industry that someone has Jewed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Really Jewed this room right.
0: up.
2: And I
1: have a nice car, so I have gotten a loan from the Jew. Right, yeah, oh, yeah okay. Yeah. Well, that's why, probably, that... But no, but the other thing is that you're in customer service in a happy industry, like you right. mean, like Christmas trees are a happy industry. Oh, them you're not, you mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, you're supposed in, like, to be. This is like an industry where why are you in, like the, yeah. spreading the joy of Christmas? And should be being this but, evil it should be nothing evil. There should be nothing but happiness, right? What? You should have a hat on. I don't know, but uh, I think
3: I think Christmas. I bet they in the customer service site, I bet they deal with a lot of stress because Christmas is something like like weddings where it's meant to be like just happy happy but people get so worked up because they build it into such a big thing everything yeah. has to be perfect yeah like I had a job working in a um, in the toy department of a department store oh, over Christmas well, for when I was a for teenager I thought you
0: said the toilet department and yeah. I was so excited
3: <laughs> which is another thing that people get so worked. it's meant to be a happy time right <laughs> but people will get <laughs> so stressed about stuff like
0: about like, getting toys. the toys, toys and the
1: stuff yeah, toys that,
2: the toys the- cuz
0: their kid wants it and if they can't yeah. find it it's it's always Christmas the parent it's always the adults yeah, by the because way then the they have to went-
1: explain that santa couldn't get his hands right. on a toy exactly oh and-
0: here yo you want to know something so there's this thing called the elf on the shelf that, uh. that moves around every night I'm he's like, the weirdest this thing American of all it's that's- fucking horrible and my mother in law bought it and we're like god damn it cuz we forget to move it and he's like how come the elf didn't move last night and it was cuz the
1: dog was watching him like making up shit just one second. You need to tell people what this is because okay. I had only heard about this this just this week. Somebody mentioned the elf on the shelf yeah. Yeah. and I was like what? This the blew fuck my are you it's talking? About? This is an
3: American invention of you know, very recent years that they've somehow created a tr- Christmas tradition within the last 10 years.
0: It's coming to your it's coming to all your countries.
1: Right. Well, it's I'm going to like look, from what I've heard about how many people are doing it, I might fucking buy into the elf on the shelf. We might be, fo- we might, you know, what? We might be financing this podcast on Elf on the Shelf fucking profits next Christmas because this shit is crazy. Tell people what it is. Okay, so we don't do the whole thing. So basically, what it is is you get an elf,
0: uh, you get in, the kid gets an elf uh, yeah. in a box, and there's a story with it. I don't, I've never actually read the story, but it, the basic idea behind the elf is is the elf from every day in December is is somewhere up high. You put it somewhere up high, and every night when the kid goes to bed, the elf moves to another location because he's gone to the North pole and come back. Now, the thing about the elf is, is that he's this punitive dick because what he's doing is watching watching the kids to make sure they're behaving. Yeah. So someone created this really fucked up, scary thing that is always watching the kids to make sure that they're behaving all of December. And if they behave, then the elf goes to Santa and tells them that they'd,
3: that they behaved and that they get their gifts. So he's reporting back on a nightly basis.
0: It's a fucking narc.
1: It's yep. a snitch. It's a, it's the Christmas snitch that's in your house. I, I, I have to get back to this because I'm very passionate about this topic, but here. I need to pause so I can let um, the cleaner out um, of the car park. Oh, God, so there, was, there was a
0: cleaner here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so uh, we're back because we had to let the uh, the oh. cleaner, Paul the cleaner, mm-hmm. um, out of the... He'd been cleaning quietly around. We're doing his best to be qu- cleaning quietly that's hard. around. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I say that's a hard... Not only is it a hard job in general, but it's also hard to be quiet while you're
1: cleaning. Right. I did tip him extra for being no, quiet. Did, nice. yeah. Yeah. He was quiet. Was yeah. Well, because
3: he picked up every dust grain by hand rather than vacuuming.
1: <laughs> right. Well, he does that anyway because he's kind of a zen looking dude. You guys saw him. is <laughs> He's kind of like, he's got long hair and he, yeah. he rides a motorbike yeah. and he's kind of like a zen. He, cut, he cuts hair as well. He's a hairstylist oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Does he cut your hair? No, but he has left me his card uh-huh. if I ever want him well, to cut my hair. So, you know, that could happen. Did you call it a dust what? What?
3: Did I say grains of dust? Grains of dust?
1: Grains spe- of dust. I guess
3: okay. specks of dust. Well, I, I don't you know said,
0: what. I thought you said a dust gray.
1: Oh, grain! No. Oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah, no, that's no, not, not a British thing. thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was just
3: what is what is the singular term for a dust particle? particle? Just one a dust a
1: speck of dust, speck, a speck of a speck dust, a speck isn't of, d- it? Yeah, I guess it, yeah. a grain is something I feel like sand. You would, a grain yeah. of sand or yeah. rice. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've come back strong. <laughs> The break didn't throw yeah. on momentum at all. That's the good news. You're listening to Tiny Names. Uh, the, elf, <laughs> the Elf on the Shelf uh, is an American okay. toy. So it's a snitch. So it's a it's horrible thing. It's yeah, a well, snitch. this is the thing. They've set up... Basically, what they've done is they're getting kids used to the CIA. Yeah. yeah they no, basically totally. saying, look, in your adult life, yeah. someone's always going to be watching yeah. you to oh. see if you've been naughty or nice and reporting back to Santa. Yeah, you're always being watched. Right.
3: But I, so, I still... So,
1: so each night you move him and then here's the worst part. So we go... To Finn Which also go, isn't that terrifying for a child? Well, we don't to we tell don't them tell there's them. some sort of spirit in their room watching them that moves around all the
0: time. Yeah, no, it's ter- it's a terrible idea. We don't tell them yeah. that. We but don't. We sometimes- just tell them that the elf on the shelf is
3: there and he's just hanging out until Christmas. He you sometimes like, as well as moving him, sometimes have like blood on his face. Right. <laughs>
1: he has he's been in
3: a fight. Yeah, he, no,
2: oh, he, he, oh, he has
3: like bloody hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> his
1: head's just in his hands. Just, he's just rocking back and forth. Sometimes he moans.
2: Oh, Merry Christmas!
0: <laughs> um, so we don't do the punitive part, <clears throat> as far as he's concerned. The Elfland Shelf is a friend. He's there. He comes to listen to his uh, what he wants for Christmas.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: to listen to your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> total <laughs> horse shit. You know that thing you've been boring dad and mum with. You're a child. <laughs> Talk to the fucking elf. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know the problem? So my wife goes. So Finn, what
0: else do you want for Christmas? Because we know one thing he wants so is a drum set. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. And he goes, "Well, already- you
1: should see that movie Whiplash." To see I'm how to, see it. yeah, to see how to probably. Okay, yeah, you got some seems... good techniques. Have you yeah. seen the film? Yeah, he'll be really, really good at drumming it.
2: Down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great film, isn't it? It uh, it's you know what that kid who's uh, Miles Teller. Uh, Miles Teller, who m- mostly has just been like in t- sort of teen movies, He's always kind of like the. Yep. he was in like uh, that that movie I saw um, with the girl who's the forager. I would be so bad at the celebrity name game. <laughs> the Sets girl me who get so was angry. the forager, the maze. Uh, the girl. The girl is the forager. She's a forager in real life. Um, she's the, she was Oh, 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 the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh, the, It's the Hunger Games copy. Divergent. Sh- sh- divergent. Okay. yeah. Right. Shaly, this, someone. Which, have you seen the trailer for the second one?
0: Insurgent. Like very different world from the first one. It oh, is it? Like, yeah, it looks crazy. So but anyway, it's, it's, it's her, her mom is on a rotating wooden house that's floating in the air. And she is trying to get her out while it's, like, exploding. Okay, I said that. That none of, <laughs> none of that was fake. That's all what's happening in the trailer. Okay. Yeah. So she's a forager in real life. Right. Yeah. What, what do you mean she's a
3: forager in real life? She doesn't have life? a home.
0: <laughs> she moves around from place to place. She actually has no... She just has a couple of bags that she lives out of.
3: Wait, hang on. I'm so not on track gotta, with this. Right, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to Okay, she's so, so the,
0: super rich cuz she's now a, a movie star. The
3: actress but the actress who plays this <clears throat> is she she like does super hippie.
0: She doesn't have a home. She just travels with bags. She goes from place to place. She's got no roots essentially. And I don't if she is a forager though, like a forager in, in my mind is someone who goes and eats out of dumpsters like
3: lettuce and stuff.
1: Well, Okay, no, well, she finds, like, you know, sticks and, like, herbs and shit and puts them in her food.
3: Okay, what's her
1: name? Okay, I'm going to find out this for you. So, uh, Divergent, also an American novelist, so Matt probably wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> it is a She's, bullshit. You're it making a,
3: it your mission to set me against different nationalities.
1: It right. is a terrible movie, apparently. Last, oh, last, you, you've come into this racism plot. Yeah. That we didn't, you didn't understand l- the it. The last
3: show I did, the one I did with Gareth, you... You set me up You set me up as being racist against Australians no. just for suggesting that it was no hassle at all to get from Perth to Sydney, even if though it's, so it's glaringly obvious to anyone who looks at a map that you could walk it in an afternoon. <laughs>
1: it's very racist. <laughs> I mean, it's slightly racist. Um, so, a uh, divergent movie. We're going to find out okay. more about this. A uh, divergent film. Oh, film, apparently, not movie. Do you, to, do you want me to tell you what the problem with the elf is really quick while you're looking yeah. It up? Go yeah, for yeah. It. yeah. So
0: he we go to Finn and we go, What do you want for Christmas? And he says, I already told the elf. Uh, <laughs> so he's having secret conversations with the elf whenever he thinks of something right. he wants, and the elf is so I have to put my, my recorder I was about to say
1: you've got to put the recording device yeah, in. going to put elf.
0: next to him and I go, go tell the elf everything you want again. Right see what happens.
3: Oh just oh you <clears> might <throat> have to forge a note from the elf saying like Didn't I get I need you to
1: make I need this in writing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you've got to sign it, like a contract. <laughs> it's got to write it down and then sign it. <laughs> uh, her name is Shailene Diane Woodley. Okay. Uh, she's that. an American actress. Uh, she was in uh, The Secret Life of the American Teenager, mm-hmm. uh, Felicity and American Girl Adventure, and uh, she was in The Descendants, which the, great the George in, Clooney movie.
0: She was great in The Descendants.
1: Yeah, she won uh, some awards and stuff. She was in The Spectacular Now, which she's also very good in, and it's actually an excellent movie. And that's spectacular. Uh, and then she plays Beatrice Tris Pryor mm-hmm. uh, in the Divergent series. What's known as a hiccup in her career. Uh, she was also in The Fault Now Stars, which was that movie where she was dying. Uh, that's what she looks like there. Uh, okay. Okay, now let's find out something. You know who good. she is now? I know who she is. Okay, I'm going to, I want to find The Dying out. movie didn't look like a movie I wanted to see.
0: Hey, Teenagers Dying. You want to go see the Teenagers Dying movie? Well, I want to so see them if it's
1: in like a Divergent or a Hunger Games way, but not in the yeah. like just of like, dying no, 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 of like real. normal death yeah. stuff. How oh. depressing. So Miles they Teller. They should be w- hunting each other. So Miles Teller. <laughs> was- <laughs> like God intended.
3: <laughs> so Miles Teller was in a film with her.
1: Yeah, he's in uh, Divergent. Okay. Was we'll he the other lead in Divergent? Uh, yeah, well, he's kind of like the comedic sidekick, actually, really.
0: By the way, that's why Hunger Games is such a great. Uh, their movies are so good, is because all the actors are phenomenal.
1: Right here we go. Uh, the secret life of the American teenager star Shailene Woodley stopped by the Rachel Ray show to chat about her foraging for her own food and Ooh. going barefoot on the red carpet.
0: What manager lets that happen? I think just got, this I- is
1: good. This is Shailene's diet. I base my diet not on any specific genre. She doesn't have a genre for her diet. Oh, because I, I oh really? What's your, I, di- what's your diet? What's your diet genre? Horror. <laughs> 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 what's uh, your diet genre, Matt?
3: Ooh, I don't know. I think young adult. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, Shane Lean's diet. She doesn't have any specific genre. Uh, I don't say I'm on the paleo diet or a vegan diet. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because they're yeah, the complete opposite of each other. Yeah, so. <laughs> Could not be more opposite. I don't eat just all meat or just all vegetables. <laughs> uh, so you eat like a normal person. Or a vegetarian diet. For me, I kind of base my diet off indigenous cultures and what they eat. So, right. like, so like if you're in L.A., sushi,
0: <laughs> uh, burritos, craft, crop services, <laughs> craft services,
1: red vines, <laughs> peanuts, <laughs> in and out. Uh, and it's very fascinating that an 80-year-old indigenous man, oh, oh, this is brilliant. Mm. This is her quote. Because uh, she bases it on indigenous cultures and what they eat. And it's very fascinating that an 80-year-old indigenous man can run for miles and miles and miles with no joint pains and no problems versus us Americans who at 35 can't do that. What is she talking about? <laughs> there are Americans who do do that.
0: Right. And, and she, she, you can't pick one guy and compare it to an entire country. <laughs> right. go, why isn't
1: everybody doing that? Also, well, I'm
0: in a wheelchair. That's also, why. Also, have doing you seen
1: of the have you seen the death rates of indigenous people in most lands? <laughs> they don't make it to 80s. So I don't know if you're like an 80 year old super indigenous guy. Old super indigenous she man. She doesn't
0: even say where he's from. No, where he's indigenous, indigenous he's too. Just like indigenous. What?
3: He's just indigenous.
0: Right. right.
3: He's indigenous to Madrid.
1: Right. <laughs> it's just it's an indigenous man. Yeah. Yeah. He's just indigenous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's probably he's the indigenous too. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's, we, she started <laughs> yeah. strong.
3: Someone who's indigenous to Norway.
1: <laughs> no, it's still indigenous, isn't it? It's like.
3: You know this six-foot
1: blonde Viking? It's an indigenous person. Uh, Shailene forages for 35% of her diet. Thirty-five percent. Yeah. So she, so she actually does the math on. I what mean, she's again, eating. that's a stupid amount. Twenty-five percent or fifty percent, it's,
0: it's or not 100%, even thirty-three, but... which would be a third. Mm. She goes the extra two percent, so she's just going a little bit more with the indigenous. <laughs> All right. What
3: I will say is, she is perfectly placed to be a massive movie star. Yeah, like, that is exactly. No, it's crazy. When you say, like, who's managing her, who stops that, no one. They're probably looking at us going, this is just gold, because every yeah. interview... This is oh, the best. Oh, is, this is
1: the He's exchange. Clapping. He's clapping. This is the exchange between Rachel Ray and Shailene Woodley. Okay. So Rachel Ray's asked, you forage for 30% of your diet? And Shailene Woodley replies, I try to do, like, 35% of my diet <laughs> wild foods. So she... It wasn't even, like, a random... It was a correction. Like, no, 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 no not 30 more like 35
0: oh my god and rachel ray is crazy but she must have been thinking oh my god can i slap
1: this person (laughs) uh shailene's favorite thing is the forage near la Mm -hmm. uh like i live in los angeles and i go an hour away into the mountains no like where you live yeah and i find stinging nettle this is what finn could be doing no find stinging nettle which stings and mugwort what is she in the fucking Harry, Harry Potter, Potter movie? She's like, happening? <laughs> She's studying at Hogwarts. And then I so. cast a spell,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and a bunch of other herbs. And then herbs. my assistant delivers food to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Craft services. And did you know that She's Uber indigenous. Now. <laughs> She's indigenous. She is indigenous to this. Yes.
0: <laughs> did you know that Uber now sends food?
1: <laughs> uh, and a bunch of a yeah, bunch
0: of other order, herbs. You can order an Uber guide. Oh, chocolate. that is you true. Go, go to a restaurant, yeah, and get you food
1: and bring it back. So that's indigenous. Yeah, so Uber's not going to last, is it? (laughs) Um, They've got too desperate too early. They had a a moment. Uh, And mugwort and a bunch of other herbs or herbs. I don't even know what mugwort is. No. Do you want to know? I can click on it. Oh, yeah, you're there
0: on Wikipedia and everything is clickable. Yep. Uh, Don't you hate when something isn't clickable?
1: Mugwort is a common name for several species of aromatic plants Mm -hmm. in the genus uh, timisia, uh, uh-huh. Timisia. Oh, oh! I love um, an aromatic plant. So uh, here's what it is: something that you shouldn't eat. I'm looking at pictures of it. It's shit is that it, should be left on the ground. Is it like flowers or no? Is it like... It's like it's. Look, look at this. That's what it is.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's, so, that's poisonous, poisonous that's or something. Just, that's just, just that, It looks like a thistle. So, so yeah, what do you thistle. do? I go out and I eat weeds. Right. Okay, great. Are you like a, a cow, or are you some sort of?
3: How how aromatic is it? Is Grazing
0: that- animal, you know. If she really wanted to do this, she would just graze. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Does she chew the cud? She has.
0: Chalene thinks that red carpet events are bizarre. Oh, how weird! Because yeah. everyone on the red carpet thinks that she is bizarre. Right?
1: <laughs> it's mostly because she's foraging. She's going through <laughs> the flowers, picking up peanuts. That's <laughs> going through purses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's a forager. <laughs>
1: Uh, I have so many awkward moments because it's such a weak concept to me getting dressed up and going to events. It's so bizarre, right? No, it's... I mean, it is. I mean, it is, but it kind of it's is. what your business is. It's you, no more or less bizarre than foraging around in the forest. I would say foot. it's much more bizarre than foraging around
0: in the forest. Those days are over. We don't do that anymore.
1: Well, I don't know, because the people who are indigenous to Hollywood
3: do red carpet events.
0: Exactly. Well, that's, that's their most in, indigenous event.
3: Um... I don't know, like, how, how, what is it? I'd be interested to know what the mugwort smells like. Like, where I, where I went to college, there was a rosemary bush just outside where we were living, which is right. great. It just grew there. So, everything we cooked had an excess of rosemary because that was a we
1: learned. Yeah, we have we had. rosemary all over our neighborhood.
3: It's great. It's just, you know, adds nice flavor to things. It's uh-huh. really nice to have just a fresh herb growing outside right. your garden. But that's
1: yeah. not 35% of your diet. No, no. <laughs> Well, that's the weird thing it was. They would I make mean, a we rosemary
3: students.
1: loaf. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, if you were at that stage, 35% of the rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> I start to sweat rosemary.
3: He's,
0: lice, he's lice. very
3: aromatic, but gaunt.
0: Lice don't like rosemary, by the way. Do they not? It's Hang the on. thing that
1: keeps lice away. Lice, head lice. Yeah, which is a big thing now. Did you ever have head lice when you were living in that house?
3: I don't think I did. No, there you well, go. There you go. Well,
1: look at that. Probably at that. the rosemary. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yep. And Now you've had it, and like that's how every, things start
2: every year since. Right? <laughs> I'm riddled with it. <laughs> I gotta stop
3: I've gotta stop rubbing my head on school children. That's from the mistake. Oh man, I just can't
1: resist a stray cat. <laughs> well, cats have lice, right?
0: I don't think they do. Why not? I think it's just a human thing. They have oh, fleas. Hair.
1: They like hair. That's fur. Yeah. I think that's the difference. Oh, okay. Really? I don't think, yeah, I don't think that cats get them. That's interesting. You know what? I've just prejudiced lice, haven't I? I just assumed they would live in whatever. Yeah, because you can get that, pubic lice, though, right? Um, you can get it, or you can invite it. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> but we're oh, they're yeah. like vampires. They can't come in without an invitation. <laughs> yeah, I've... you may come to my genitals. <laughs>
3: um i wish they weren't so charming but
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but those are going extinct remember we talked about that on a FOFOP a long time ago where here we go because so, of all the shaving oh happening. you know
3: i think we had that on a probably science as well that was uh, yeah. yeah the lack of um indigenous of, yeah they're, they're indigenous
0: running out of period
1: to live in
3: <laughs>
1: they're uh, indigenous to the genitals i found some more about her lifestyle um, I think everything about my lifestyle is fairly, fairly alter- alternative. Really? Yeah. I gra- gather my own spring water from the mountains every month. Okay, fuck off. What do you mean you gather? You- if for the month, do you have much spring water you have to gather? Right. Like, does she have like a Sherpa? Like, who is carrying the water down the mountain? I mean, she puts it in an SUV. And drives <laughs> <it back>. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a Hummer that she fills up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, she goes to a farm to get her food. Well, we all do in a way. It's just
0: we. There's a middleman.
1: I make everything. I make everything uh-huh. from my own toothpaste. Okay, fuck off. She makes God her own dammit, toothpaste dammit. with with what rosemary and cow dung? No, with two other sets of toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> one's the blue strip, and one's the- <laughs> yeah, but she combines them herself. Yeah. I use sand and glue.
3: Uh, <laughs> like if she's making her own toothpaste, but with with just vats of chemicals.
1: Right. <laughs> like so the I basement need some... of her house is like that. Last scene from Breaking Bad. Yeah. So I need
3: some one, three, four trypto
1: <laughs> Just cut to <laughs> her teeth, and they're all her gums are bloody, <laughs> and they're all brown. Uh, I make my own toothpaste, to my own body lotions and face oils. I could go on for hours. Please she, don't. She says, and I imagine and, she and could. No, and no one nods. He's uh, he's he's how he's how end. Okay, I'm going to sorry, I'm going to read the second sentence first. Okay. I make my own cheese? <laughs> what the fuck? God
0: damn
3: it.
1: And forage wild foods and identify wild plants. Now that's the last one just seems weird because that's just identifying wild plants.
3: It's just a hobby.
0: Yeah.
1: That's not even... That's just like... That's a, grass. Is she alone while she does this? That's, she like me, me that's like me going around the supermarket going, tomato sauce? Yeah. <laughs> right, I think it's more like just
3: playing the number plates game when you're on a road trip. Right. <laughs> just identifying things.
1: Uh, yeah. This is... Um, uh, and as she does it, it's an entire lifestyle. It's appealing to her soul, she says. But here's the... Th- this is how it's going to all end. Mm-hmm. And I predict it here on Topo. <clears throat> I make my own medicines. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I don't get those from doctors. No. Well, fuck. Why would you do that? Well, you fucking nailed, you nailed your own cheese, so I'm sure you can make medicine. <laughs> if you're eating
0: like it's 1000 AD, then you might as well get medicines like it's 1000 uh, AD. Oh, see,
3: I was, you know, I was, I was on board until that point. I, like, I, I know we we're sort of we're, we're taking the piss, but I was like, ah, fair enough. You know, if you want to. You want to make your own body lotion, you right. want to eat stuff no, in the woods, okay. then you that's got fine. like. Fine. Right. all right. i got friends who are hippies and fucking fair play to them, and that's what makes you happy, sure. and you get to feel like yeah. a sense of
1: achievement rather than just. I'd love to have my own bees. That's the thing that people are doing now. You can have your own bees. I would like my own bees. I'm not like going to, bees. but I would like yeah. my own bees. Bee These things
3: apparently also good for arthritis. Oh, yes, really? They are. Yes, Maybe they I should get my own bees Yeah, for arthritis. Oh, what about stinging your hips? With m-
1: mounds of bees. Imagine if that's imagine if that's how I die. That, that's, next, that's next year's comedy tragedy. A, it's a good year for comedy because people start dying in hilarious ways. Like me, alone, with my pants off. Oh, just covered, like, covered in bees. Central torso It is that does his covered <laughs> in bees bit at my funeral as a tribute. It's like,
3: rather than having a beard of bees, you've just got like bee galoshes. Oh, yeah, I've got like a bee, yeah. like a bee balls like
1: I've got a bee merkin like well, a like, bee,
0: a, well like a bee uh, speedo a beedo yeah
1: I'm wearing my little beedo I'm there in my beedo screaming yeah ah. beedo it's good for you love beedo right ladies yeah <laughs> okay meow <laughs> The cat just wandered in. <laughs> Did I tell you about this? I shouldn't talk about this because I don't like to talk about my sex life or me in the sexual way on this podcast because it's gross and people come here to hang out with me. but
3: It wouldn't be gross, but the way you do it is disgusting.
1: Well, yeah, I think it's gross. I'm sure there's women who want to know more about this No, I don't think life. there is. Anyway, so here's the thing. Occasionally, because I'm an adult male and I can make my own decisions about life, I may on my computer stumble across pornography, right?
0: Anyway. Or as I call it, morning.
3: <laughs> right. M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G.
1: Yeah, Morning glory. Dave gets it every morning. Uh, he just cries into his erection. His, just, wa- his wife just walks by shaking her head.
3: And he just lays some flowers down.
1: Yeah, and then, then just whispers in Finn's ear, You're my only hope. You're my only hope. Save me. You, me, and the elf on the shelf can be your new dad.
3: <laughs> Why is the elf covering his
1: eyes? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the shame elf. <laughs> uh, anyway, the scene was happening and then a cat just walked into the scene and what? just like so, the people are doing what they're doing, and then just a the cat, which I assume just like belonged oh, to the person oh, whose apartment oh. it was yeah. either the people who they hired it from or one of the performers whose yeah. apartment it was or whatever the cat just comes in and does this like crazy thing where it just like looks at the camera, like kind of gets the attention, oh my God. looks at the people on the bed, and just kind of like pauses and then just like kind of wanders off. <laughs> and it was like, I was just like, I, I, I can never watch porn again. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Like the cat, like the cat just gave me that look of like, do you know what I mean? Like the cat was like, even I'm not interested in this. And what else am I doing? I'm a cat, and it's right here. Do something else, will? Look, right, your fucking show. <laughs> Stop wasting time.
0: One time I was having sex with my wife. I looked over the edge of the bed, and we had this cat that was nine months old at that point, ten months old. And it's just sitting there looking up at me on the floor with its head cocked to the side, like trying to figure out what's happening. And I don't think there's anything except maybe my father standing there that could have weirded me out more. It was a very curious look. It was like, What's going on? What are you guys doing? And it just
1: I can't remember. I don't like animals
0: being there. People say they fuck around their animals all the time, but I don't like
1: animals being there. I can't attribute this story, so I apologise that I'm uh, telling someone's story. That, but it this is someone's story. I think I may have heard it on stage, but it might just be one of those, like you know. Yeah. But uh, someone was telling the story of them, you know, uh, going for it under the covers yeah. at home, and uh, you know they were in the moment and whatever, yeah. and then they finished, and then they popped their head up, and uh, there was a cup of hot tea by the.
2: Oh yeah, no, that's what, that.
1: whose story is that?
3: It's. That's one of those apocryphal Or is it just an apocryphal story? It's one of those it, yeah that's yeah a like good story it's super it
1: maybe happened Maybe happen once, but everybody's it. It's now one just of those ones that, like, that yeah like I have a friend. Maybe
3: this happened to my friend uh, my cut, yeah it's happened to
1: You know what? Let's get on Snopes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> cup of tea. Yeah. Nope. Hey, I wouldn't stuff. be
3: surprised though if at least one comic has told that on stage if it happened right. to them. Yeah, yeah. I, don't,
1: I I literally don't know where I heard that yeah, story. The, like,
3: the idea is you're mu you're like you're still right, looking you're, at your mum's house and you're yeah. cracking one off, or whatever. Like she brought a cup of tea in. Yeah, and you, and then you wait and then you look to the side and there's just a cup of tea on the bedside
1: table. I mean, it does oh. sound bad not, now that you say it out loud. Yeah. Like, but I know how can you be that into it that do you, you know, don't hear someone coming with a cup of tea? There's also the old one about a guy.
0: His wife has a baby, and it's it's a black child, and they're a white right. couple, right. and that's a but Which I know sure has I happened. know a guy that happened to yeah really? Obama yeah and I was nineteen I was, it was re- Obama I right was Obama yeah, yeah. Was, that's uh, a yeah. how he
1: got elected he had two right. white parents
0: that's exactly it. yeah yeah right now I was working at a grocery store and this guy was really excited because they, they were gonna have a baby and then and then after the baby came he took a few days off and he came back and he was like yeah we're we're splitting up. Uh, yeah and my uh, the other guy i worked with was like it came out and it was uh, not
1: a white baby yeah well that's got i mean because heaps of people are, like are having other people's babies and raising other people's babies but so. yeah of
0: course there but could you imagine being the woman how fucking freaked out you would be
1: you've got to have thought this moment might be coming though right yeah, yeah yeah like i think that's a weird thing to leave like some people leave like the sex of the baby as a surprise but that's a weird thing like you know what i'd do the dna test early on and just <laughs> say look there's something i have well, got to warn you about that's not the my you know like, how do i break it to him oh well he's gonna guess eventually. Well, you can must he, have thought you've got like a 70-30 chance of it. <laughs> is there any chance this is 35% rosemary? <laughs> That's what we'll call her. Little, little 35% rosemary. <laughs>
0: Back then, they didn't have the DNA tests, so she couldn't do anything like that. Right. And what are you going to do? You 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 take so you take the chance that it's like probably fifty percent chance. You take the chance well, you've already you're taken ruin a your chance. Relationship.
1: You're already a person who's a, you are a, chance, a taker. chance taker. You're a chance taker. Yeah.
0: But are so are you going to ruin
1: your relationship or hope the baby comes out and it's his? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's what you do hope. Man, that is like high stakes lottery. It really is. Yeah, wow,
0: that's some serious serious business.
1: Wow. Um. So t- uh, uh, Christmas. Um, is it? Can, does it have to be a big deal? Is like Finn at that age where like Christmas is a big deal. It's a totally big deal. It's the all about Santa Claus. He's five, so oh, he, okay.
0: he's he's in it like he's never been in it before. Like he's like this is insane what's happening and there's a lot of questions about Santa I don't think, I think next year might not believe in it because he's like oh already yeah he's like well, how, how old is he and and he lives at the North Pole all the time with the L like he wants explanations and it's not quite making sense to him right what because like the story doesn't check out well, yeah it doesn't check out at all <laughs> if you're smart you're like that doesn't make any yeah, sense that's not, dang, so he and he's like how does he get to every house on the and that's JPS. T- t- I, mean, I think
3: yeah, Paris parents mumble something about time zones.
0: Yeah, I did that time zones, but it's also like so. And he's like thinking, well, he goes to every house in L.A. and I'm like, all right, so it doesn't fucking hold water. You're right. He can't. He can't do it. You know. I should say. I should say. I should say. Santa Claus can stop time.
1: Uh, yeah. Mm, no. Uh, what you you should use this as an opportunity to explain to him the theory of relativity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you should sit him down and you you should make him watch uh, Interstellar. Yeah. And say, see so you how, you uh-huh. see what the concept that Christopher Nolan's trying to work here with time yep. moves at different times yeah and, like this is what it's like for Santa he, he's in a different dimension where time re- moves at a relative speed and to us and it's a really important time to explain that to and, him. You and he'll be you the smartest could... kid <laughs> <laughs> and you think you're telling your list to
3: the elf but actually you're telling it to future you behind the bookcase right, oh god exactly oh god. A,
1: the elf on the shelf is, is me I'm in just, the future I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in <laughs> and, the bookshelf oh by yelling. the way I leave you and your mother <laughs> <laughs> We feel like it's good for everyone. <laughs> it works out. Trust me. <laughs> I heard there was a podcast festival out there. There was an ultimate yeah. dimension where oh. podcasters were worshipping as gods and I was willing to take the risk. <laughs> Off I went. Imagine if, okay, I'll pitch you that. Here we go. That's what we get pitched. Someone comes to the three of us now and they said, we heard you guys doing the podcast and we need, we need a volunteer. Mm-hmm. We, there's this other dimension that is also this planet that can save us all. But the thing is we need – the person we need to send – is a podcaster because their podcasters are the most revered. They're like athletes how or far superstars. How far, how far are we talking? Well, same plot of Interstellar. Okay. You, you can take the same risk that like you may miss your family's entire life if you know something yeah. goes wrong on the yeah. way to the right podcast planet. What form does their... Reverence take. The same as our the superstars of today. So you would have the equivalent lifestyle of say Tom well, Cruise. Yeah, maybe you're not Tom Cruise, although you're the only one who's come over. but, but mm-hmm. the equivalent of your podcast, like so say podcaster, so you are maybe um I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to say. Uh, you have like a um, you're not the biggest thing in the world because that's like in your Marins or your cereals. Like, yeah, they're your big time, your U2s and your Rolling Stones, right? Yeah. So you're kind of a like muse. Uh, you can have a muse lifestyle. You could be engaged to Kate Hudson.
3: No, I'm sticking to
1: it. Okay. Interesting. Dave? No, what did he say? What would you say? He's nice saying. He yeah, no, I'm not going to jump through the back. Doesn't belt. care. Doesn't want to be a muse. Doesn't want to be the muse of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, what the hell? Right. <laughs>
0: Try something new. What are you? What are you afraid of? Step into the fear. Jump! Jump for it.
1: Why are you saying no? What's the? What's the big deal? Yeah. What's holding you back, man? Yeah. What's going on? What are you really afraid of?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh god! It just seems like a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> there is no doubt. What there is, is endless paperwork. Oh yeah, it's really it's so many people easy. are going to be yep. pissed off at you. It but would be nothing, easier to just to stay how things are. There is no doubt about that. Everything that's an adventure is
0: in a way a hassle, right? It's nothing's easy. So what do you want to? So what are you going to do? You're just going to stick in right. your your you're time just going to stay in your rut, the same the same crap you're in doing this every rut day. You're in
1: going nowhere, <laughs> going absolutely nowhere. Now I'm now I'm trying to convince you. Now I'm from the, <laughs> now I'm from the government. Like with the, the initial thing didn't work. Now I'm playing bad cop. <laughs> now I'm like yeah. What, really? You think you got st- you got stuff coming on here, have you? You don't think it's better to go into a future where you can at least be guaranteed the success level of the popular band Muse? Yeah. And the Kate Hudson equivalent. And it the Kate the- Hudson equivalent <laughs> of your choice?
0: Yeah. And then you get to date Jennifer Lawrence for a while. Did they date for a while? Yeah, I think they are still dating.
1: Chris oh, Martin. no, that was the Coldplay. I, I thought that Muse used... said Chris Martin. No. Oh,
0: he originally said he said Chris Martin, but yeah, okay, Muse. Yeah. Let's say, but let's, let's, say, it is but, okay, let's but say you, let's say you get to date Jennifer Lawrence. Let's say it's play Lawrence. and you do get to yep. date Jennifer Lawrence. That's
1: and this a, is legally binding. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all set up. And okay. consensual. And it's consensual. Right. I need yeah, to yeah. point out, like, this is a universe where Jennifer Lawrence is waiting for a person like you. Yeah, because
3: like, otherwise that's not dating.
1: No, exactly, okay. <laughs> exactly. Right. There are other words for that. Right, exactly.
0: So what are you going to do?
3: How important is the universe?
1: It's pretty important. Uh, it's pretty important. You'd save everybody you love here. Everybody.
3: Everyone? Yeah.
1: yeah. Can I send back video messages? <laughs>
0: yep. You can.
1: If you put them in the cloud... It'll take a while. You don't know what happens after that. Yeah. Uh, you, okay. they, they could just get hacked out of the cloud.
3: Uh, right. I
1: see,
0: I see. And there's not a lot of
1: paperwork. There's some paperwork. It's like a you, a... you fill out a visa application. There's... F- there's some other paperwork, but yeah. like it's not heaps of paperwork. No, Is it going
3: to be an issue as far as the space travel goes that I have mild asthma?
1: No, but it's not a problem. No, no, no that's okay. not a problem. It's space travel, no. we've known asthma. Okay. Oh, we solved that years ago. We they've just haven't taken, told you. Guys. They've taken all. We're too sort busy of, drinking Tang. They've taken all sort of. Have w- some Tang. That's what you got to do. Weakened
0: people through this situation. <laughs>
1: It's actually, it's advantageous because of the, yes. because of the air they breathe on that planet, people who have mild asthma are perfectly suited yes. to the conditions. People I'm in. My, you're in? Right. I'm in. Okay. Don't. So your asthma, unfortunately when you get there, you won't have asthma. Right, no more You asthma. will be cured of your asthma, asthma, so you won't actually have any asthma. So off you are go. Are you willing to take that risk? I can do that. So yeah. off you go. Oh, God, we f- forgot to tell him don't step on a butterfly or anything. Oh, don't. Please don't step on it's any too butterflies. Late. You already went. Uh, and it, the place is fucking the butterflies all over the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. They don't fly there. Yeah. And your They're shoes called are called butter walks. <laughs> and you're not meant to walk on them. That's... It's terrible. But everything else <laughs> now, about it is great. Now, just... <laughs> Slip
3: your butterfly shoes onto your feet
1: <laughs> and go nowhere. You have to wear these giant flippers for no reason that are made out of mesh.
3: Um, I,
1: we also
0: forgot to tell you that bees are nine feet tall.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But that's just a couple. There's been some changes. Oh, there's been and some changes. there's slightly more paperwork than Dave let on. <laughs> But well, the first form makes you agree to all the other paperwork, so that's the that's oh. the trick. Um, there's no women, okay, and everybody's just a head.
3: Yeah. Well, oh, okay, they cancel each other out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm glad you went. No, for all of us. Yeah, we remember you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Every Matt Kershon day, that lot is filled with Matt Kershon kirch yeah. as we call it. I've gotten so much
0: merchandise over the years. Oh my god! Oh my god! My whole my whole you place get the is
1: cliche merchandise, so... but you get the like metaphorical merchandise. Right. I love the know. metaphorical merchandise. <laughs> I mean, the mat on the mat, the popular selling mat on the mat <laughs> that we put out. <laughs> it
0: looks universal. I eat it at uh, Kind of Wheezy's. It's a restaurant,
1: <laughs> man. Like, and the weird thing is, people think it was named after the rapper. But everybody who actually knows their science knows where the name originally came from. So, yeah, I yeah. thought
3: it was named after his generosity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, good. Thanks, man. I appreciate oh, you're that. Yeah, it's really nice. It's of very you. nice of you. Took hardly any convincing.
3: No. I' uh, surprised I agree to it that readily.
0: All we had to do was cure your ailments. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well that's all you have, you have to promise people something. Yeah. It's got there's gotta be something on the other side, or else you're not gonna do it. Except for the people who are wild,
1: wildly adventurous who would say yes to anything.
3: Yeah. Like I, think I'd be,
1: I think I'd do it if I could take my friends. Like if I could just take some of my friends, like for like and just were like, well, this is this you might all die out there, but if I could just go with my mates. Well I'll laugh. Right. It's like a road trip. Yeah, this like you a got, road and, trip. And then you know you've got nothing else to do with your life, so you can just enjoy yourself. Yeah. It'd kind of be like a party for a while. You could like have a good time. You could have some party nights. You could sleep for a while. Yeah. Get up, have some more party nights. Sleep for a while. Go and explore. If it all didn't work out, who's going to fucking blame you? Like, you're dead in the middle of the fucking universe. Yeah. No one finds and you. you're saving the world. If it works out, if it, works and if it out. doesn't, who fucking cares? But the butterfly
0: thing was fucked up.
1: Like the minute you leave Earth, <laughs> we should have told you. The that. minute you leave Earth, all your responsibilities are done. Yeah. Like that's what I think. I think I don't never have to worry about fucking paying my rent again or oh, like meeting cool. expectations or getting. I'm, I've literally decided what I'm doing. Turns. Right, nothing. Yeah. You don't have to do any of that ever again.
0: Is, has everyone here seen Interstellar? Have you seen Interstellar? I have seen Interstellar. So. Okay, so
2: a
1: spoiler. I'm going to spoil something. Right Justin and I already did a spoiler episode, okay. so people should have seen it. So,
0: so at the end, when when he comes back and his daughter is an old woman and all the family is around the bed yeah no one's like hey man like even strangers would be like you're the guy who went away and came back but his family members they're her kids and yeah exactly. they're they're just like hey what's up
1: like they don't even give him a nod i think what that's trying to say and maybe that is you absolutely right like in the real world of course people would react but i think what that whole scene and that whole point is trying to make is like he really this is not a happy reunion like he really chose to miss her entire fucking life and yes he loved her and yes he sent that fucking message and whatever but in real terms, like because I think what the movie's about. So it would uh, be like if my dad came back and right. all, of the, by, all my kids would be like, no. Dude. No. And you'd be like, I don't want you to, like, th- no, too late. Yeah. Too fucking right. late. Too late. Right? Yeah. And like, I don't think he's been part of their world or, and it would be weird for him to be there. Oh, you're here now when I'm about to fucking die? Because I think the movies a lot about what you'd like. Is this the real life? Is it better to honor. The, is it better to honor the love of your family in the world by going off into the universe and saving all of right. humanity so they live a life? Or would it have really been better, honestly, to just live your life with them, the people you love the most you can, right? Yeah. And I think she, at the end, does that thing of like, in another movie, it might have been him coming back and everyone going, Oh, yeah, you saved the world and we're all fantastic and yeah. good, good on you. Where she's like, you know what? You weren't here for my life, my actual yeah. life. Mm-hmm. I want to go and spend that the last bits of that with the people. So who were here. he's basically a stranger who right. Yeah, that's sad.
0: I would, I would go. You, you would do. You would save your kid if you had a kid. You would go to. You would save your kid. That's it.
1: You yeah, know, but I you, I'd go. I go, and I don't have a kid. You're single, but yeah. no. But I'm saying. Go for the I I
0: think that most people think that. <laughs> I think most people think that that if people have kids they would stay but in actuality I think people with kids would mostly go
1: to right. save the planet yeah, like no. a
0: cape? I, I would want a cape though
1: you want a what? cape a cape oh right I thought you said a neck pillow I was I like, like a you know neck, have pillow. neck pillow
3: <laughs> 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 What's nope. that? that deal breaker <laughs>
1: what? What are, the no seats, what are the seats like, and how long is the flight? Oh, yeah, it's pretty cramped, <laughs> and you have to board in rows. Um, it's $27 if you want to get an upgrade to oh, get an, an extra Seriously? row in. Look, uh, how many bags were you thinking of taking? Three, I was thinking You know three. what? Uh, it's going to cost you $25 for the first oh, bag, Christ. and then $175 for each bag after that. So, uh, look, if you could stuff all the stuff you have into one bag and then jam it under your seat for the entire flight. Is there then, food on the plane? Uh, you can buy, purchase food, but only cards oh and the f-post machines start working as soon as we're out of the atmosphere so um so i can't it's well for the you get a lot at the start can i bring, as we're taking off i'd really stock up can i bring you a sandwich? actually we can't come around much because at that stage the seatbelt signs on so can I bring a sandwich on can't bring any external food no unfortunately no because well to get through the screening you'll have to no none of that no no unopened packages of any kind can i kill the guy next to me and eat him Oh yeah, of course. How I mean, the... that's that's part of our contingency. <laughs> we have only allowed for a third of these people to get to where we're going. We do not have enough fuel. <laughs> this is part of our plan. Once you get on the, once you get on, oh, and you that, sit that down in your seat, you pull out your
0: ticket, and right. it goes your food or right. you're not food. It's like it's it's like that
1: scene from The Dark Knight when the Joker <laughs> breaks the pool cue in half and says, "We're recruiting," and just like you know, lets the two guys go at each other. That's essentially how they do it. It's survival of the yeah. fittest. All right. Yeah,
0: I'm in.
3: I'm still doing it. You can't um, stop me. Um, I'm saving the planet. Podcaster's here. See, I've just realized the other problem with me being on this mission. Uh-huh. I have quite a small bladder. And I'm using that as a segue to explain the fact that you two are going to have to talk to cover while you're for a piss.
1: Yep. Yeah, okay. That sounds fine. We can do that. Um, I have grossly
0: enlarged bowels. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's going to be a nice trip for me. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, I hate. hate poo humor. Pooh humor <laughs> <laughs> I know I didn't say dumber or dumber dumber, dumber, dumb, dumber why would you dumber, 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 dumber. like what
0: what is a, se- a sequel or prequel or whatever it is why would you want that 20 years later when
1: has also uh, you might be able to answer me this you might have an answer to this question but it was something that we, I was talking about with someone the other day when has a comedy sequel been good Hmm. and certainly here's the question when when has a comedy sequel ever been better than the first one but when has a comedy sequel been good
0: I guess that's the main thing when has one been better Yeah, is oh boy
1: it's hard to name one like there might be one
0: but you can't even really name any comedy sequels that like Hangover 2 was apparently atrocious. I didn't see it. I, I, didn't, did not I didn't enjoy like the it first at all. One.
1: I thought the first one was adequate at best. Yeah, and I then it was lazy. the other ones
0: were terrible. I thought the first one was only funny cuz Zach was funny, but the I thought the second
1: one was almost unwatchable.
0: Yeah, well that's Craig Mazin. Um yeah, comedy sequels.
1: That's uh, apparently. Matt, have you seen Twenty Two Jump Street? Co- yeah. Comedy sequel. Uh, it's I funny, feel- but it's not better than the first uh-huh. one, and it's not a great movie. Yeah, it's funny because say, look, we have such a low standard for comedy sequels. But I, oh, I, there's I right. at
3: least one. Hey.
1: Come on, right?
3: There's got to be run, one. running through Ghostbusters Two. No, that Ghostbusters was bad. Two's
1: not bad. It's fine, but it wasn't anywhere. But near But no, his... it wasn't anywhere as good as Ghostbusters. Um. Anything? Can you honestly think of any? What, what are the great comedy movies? Like, what's you, What do you consider to be great comedy movies? Like Groundhog Day is a great comedy movie. I think that everyone would kind of agree that, right? Shack. Yeah, that's a great comedy movie.
3: Uh, any of the Christopher Guest ones, but none of them are sequels. No. They're all...
1: Yeah. Right. Like Best in Show and all those films, Running yeah. for Guffman.
3: They're all this ensemble, but they're all different stories. Right. They're not sequels.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't... Uh... I can't think oh, of wait, a single... No,
1: there must it. be... you.
0: I looked it up and i got one of those
1: uh, like you know bridesmaids 2 might uh, be funnier than bridesmaids
0: well this one has father of the bride 2 which is so already we're starting out the harold and kumar movies are on here which i've never seen
1: oh well maybe from a low base i've seen all of those movies but none of them are even you couldn't even say that any of those movies are classic comedy movies are um oh god what's it called what about bill and ted's bogus journey God, it's
0: been a long time. I haven't, seen <laughs> I, that. I haven't seen that in ages. But I, I,
1: I would say that Bogus Journey is maybe a funnier movie than uh, Excellent Adventure. It's number 14 on this list. Okay, what are the other ones but that Ghost are on Ghostbusters 2 is number 10.
0: Anchorman 2, I heard that was horrendous. I did not enjoy that at all. it was horrendous. Uh, this is 40? How's that a sequel? Was that a sequel? That's not a sequel. No. Wayne's World 2.
1: Oh yeah That was a good film Yeah you know what Wayne's World 2 Mike Myers might have a couple In this category here's another was one on there, this What list. was the second Austin Powers film like Was it better than the first one uh, Okay go on Here's another Oh yeah Austin Powers 2 is pretty decent Um, Here's
3: another one on the list Um, I don't on this list, I don't know if it counts as comedy, and I don't think it was as good as the original, but it was decent. saw Back to the Future 2.
1: I was going to say, is that comedy? I don't think it's comedy. I don't think it's comedy, and I don't think that Back to the Future Two is like Back to the Future is better than Back to the Future or Two or Three.
3: Naked Gun 2.5. Oh, yeah, maybe. That was yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. All yeah, right. I'll give you that. Uh,
3: clerks 2, it's on this list. No. I'd never seen it.
0: It's good, but it's not Clux. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. They got Toy Story 2, but I can't put that in this
3: category. No, toys don't count.
0: No, I. Sorry to no, be like that, but. I totally disagree. This is my... like they don't have anything good on here. It's all not. A
3: Shot in the Dark, the follow up to the Clouseau follow up, Pink Panther. i not.
0: Pink Panther was genius.
1: It is. T- so that's pretty amazing though, right? In the history of movies that there's like, it's hard to name more than a couple. That yeah, well, it's be.
0: weird that, because I mean, I guess the thing about comedy is, is is you're surprised by everything that's happening. In so.
3: the first
1: one. And then in the second one, they bring all the same people back and get them to try to do the same thing. Well, that was way. the
3: problem with the Hangover 2, which I watched on a plane. I, I thought Hangover 1 was great. And then Hangover 2, they literally just did, well, let's go... Let's just do every joke again but one up it. Yeah. Let's just get a bigger animal that attacks them.
1: I should oh, just called it he- even more hungover.
3: Yeah. In the first one he accidentally gets involved with a stripper, so now in this one he accidentally gets involved with well, a
1: trans stripper. You you
0: that, that's you watched my one man show run through, that's Craig Mason. Okay. He's the writer of that. The one that Dave he's, is so angry at. Oh, okay, yeah, just okay. Garbage. He just creates garbage, and and he's really lazy, and he does. that's what he does. He just, like, doesn't really have a lot of unique ideas unless you consider someone shitting on a toilet as a unique idea.
1: I don't. You don't? I don't. Well, like, how if, are they you, shitting? if you
0: see someone shitting on a toilet, and maybe there isn't enough toilet paper, aren't you like, oh, my God, this is so tremendous. So what if
3: they're, What if they're sort of squatting on the toilet and then shitting on the floor?
0: <laughs> okay, okay. That's actually really funny. Yeah. Or, if, or if
3: they're, like, sort of stood above the toilet, and they're shitting into the cistern, into the tank at the top.
0: You know what we're learning right now, me looking at all these lists? There aren't any. People have Christmas Vacation up there, but I'm I'm not sure. A cr- European vacation. vacation
3: was a sequel,
0: kind of. Yeah, but cri- I, they, none of them. There are none. That's what I'm going to say right now. There are none. There's none that it stand out as being... Definitely better. I mean, you're talking about better than the first one. Better than the first one. You're talking about one like like The Empire Strikes Back
1: is a better Better movie movie. than Star Wars. Yes, yes. We don't have anything like that in common. I would say that The Godfather Part Two is a better movie than The Godfather. I would agree with you. Right. So yeah, there's nothing like that. Jaws Two. Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Highlander Two. Right.
0: (laughs) Highlander
2: Two. two? (laughs) Who's with me? Who's with me?
3: Die Hard Two is good, although I don't think it's yeah. as good as the original. Nah, Not nearly as good as the Die original. But
1: Die Hard Two, it's fun. I like Die Hard Two. That that one's the Christmas one. That one always comes around at Christmas, right? Oh, there are Christmas movies. Are the Christmas Die Hard movies. movies Die Hard they? One is a yeah. perfect film. Die it Hard is. One? one is a perfect movie. They just movie. don't make movies like that anymore. But it is. They? they try. Die Hard and Point Break. Why can't they just make movies like Die Hard God, and Point Break? I know, right? You know, I would go really to the doing. movies just to watch whatever our modern day equivalent of Die Hard and Point Break is. Well, you know the remaking Point Break, right? Yeah. yeah who's going to be the correct response?
3: Who's going? Who are the leads going to be?
1: Um, I, I see uh, Will
3: Smith.
1: <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's probably. I mean, I. It's actually. I think it's already. It might already be cast. I think.
0: I think no. I think it's already shooting, yeah. which is really, really sad, because it's. That's just one you don't touch. Like you're not going to be able to do it right because, the, it had to have the perfect tone and and
1: and she totally nailed it. And it like she's a quality director and, it just nailed some a time and a place and it would it just, yeah Like you know, two guys that were perfect for the roles. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be it's going to be so wrong. It's going to be like the Straw Dogs remake. All right, here we go. Point Break. Uh, It stars Teresa Palmer, who's an Australian actress. Uh, Luke Bracey, who I don't know who he is. Uh, Luke Bracey is an Australian (laughs) actor.
0: <laughs> a uh, big, big listener of the
1: fart podcast. Now I have to get on board because um, they're both Australian actors. Hot Fuzz is considered a sequel. Oh, it's, it's not like, a sequel. It's that's not, that's a, not a sequel. It's another movie by the same it's people. A trilogy. I they talk about that trilogy. as a trilogy, but they're not the same characters. They're not. Yeah, at all.
3: I would put that in the same category as the Christopher Guest ones. Yeah, where, exactly. Like, best in Show, Spinal Tap, Waiting for Government. By the way, possibly my favorite film, Waiting for Government. Uh, yeah, it's a again, it's a flawless comedy film, but. um yeah, that's it's the same ensemble and the same sensibility, but they're not the characters don't have the same names. They're not sitting in the same place. It's not a sequel. Okay. And I think Hot Fuzz is again same deal, same ensemble, same sensibility, but it's not a sequel to Shaun of the
1: Dead. No, you can't it's be like, hey no. Why is that guy a cop now? Yeah,
3: and has a different name. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> like it's just. I got it. Grown ups too. <laughs> not seen. I, I I even didn't see that one, and I normally see all these. No, his films. no one. You shouldn't have seen Grumps. One Did you see you that had... Sony uh, leaked that info like that information got leaked, and it, it came out that even Sony doesn't like Adam Sandler films. Yeah. Did you? Just... <laughs> 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 even that people at Sony were like, I know, but can we just stop making Adam Sandler films?
0: I know someone who worked at uh, NBC in comedy development for a while, and at one point, the the head of NBC TV said, uh, "Hey, can you?" watch the tonight show and give us a report on what it is and what's happening. And she watched it for a month and then she came into the office and there, everyone was there. And she sat down and she said, it's not funny. It's pretty bad. And the head of NBC just went, yeah, God, we know. <laughs> and they were just like, how can we approve it? And she was like, I don't know how you can improve it. Like it must've been the beginning of the death of him, but it was years before, but they knew they were just like, it's just a terrible show.
1: That, that's what you want to hear in that moment. Yeah, we know. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. I mean, we're in. Hot we're Shots in. Part 2. I never saw <laughs> Hot Shots Part 2.
3: But you know what? I like
0: right.
1: I like the first one. I think, okay, I, saw, I, thought, I think I saw Hot Shots Part 2. I think I might have seen it again the other night on uh, a little bit of it. It was all right. Um, this is sad. Right, isn't it? Like there are none. Yeah,
3: it's kind of it is Don't weird as a them. sequel. Why do people? E-
1: why do people even try to make them then? What about Austin Powers? Was that? I think Austin Powers. I think maybe Austin the Powers second was one of those decent, was yeah. okay. Yeah,
3: but it is a weird thing because if you think comedy, like a sitcom writing team has managed to get. 90 sequels Out of the pilot episode Right Like they managed to Take those same characters And keep doing more
1: stories Yeah Seinfeld Seinfeld made like 250 sequels Yeah Or whatever You know All of which were good Yeah (laughs) Yeah exactly (laughs) Yeah All of which you can rewatch. Which you know
3: Four of those episodes As up to one movie In terms of like the time Right so yeah. Yeah, they, so
1: however many movies that they is they technically
3: have made over seventy movies, movies. worth
1: of yeah. Seinfeld. Of sequels that were all great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's there isn't there isn't one. That's a conclusion. I mean, maybe Wayne's World, but it's not as good as the first one.
3: No. Wayne's World Two is good.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty solid funny film. Well there it's you go.
3: Renewed respect for Mike Myers and Dana Carvey if they what managed to be the only exception to the
1: What about the second planet of the Apes? Did you consider that comedy? <laughs> the original one, because it was kind of campy and funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, all right, we should finish up. Hey, uh, uh, Matthew, M- Matt, Matt, yeah. Maddie. Do you Matt, go by Maddie still? Maddie. Whatever. Just the Kirsch. It. The Kirsch that's my future future Matt. <laughs> your future super agency when you run a like a hollywood agency that's how big you are you get your own agency because your manager becomes so big from managing you and because you become so big so it just becomes like so they call it the kirsch <laughs> instead of the Gersh. Kirsch. <laughs> the kirschman i'm doing that oh I why see. don't
0: you go by kirschman
1: just oh, one yeah, why don't you? why don't you go the by kirschman yeah kirschman
3: why don't you go by that i don't know you know that would save a lot of time All
1: right thank you or the kirschman well, that the would
3: say man. then we're back to the same number of syllables. Or the
1: curse man, like with the D and an apostrophe. What yeah, the curse man,
0: Matt. And you do your stand-up special, and it just says Matt in the back on big lights. And... Oh,
3: that'd be so smart. What Not, about that's our... The only problem? There's more than one person
1: called Matt. Not yeah, yeah right, but they are last nice names. Hey, so the yeah, what about with an extra T? Like Matt with three, three T's. T's. Oh, now Matt you're talking. three T's, kind of like Rat. You know the band. Yeah, yeah. Extra T. No, I figured that's what for you're a going a for. Yeah, T on the end. Yeah. And I'm then you go could have your range of merchandise, mat on a mat. Yep. You have like yourself.
0: You self I mean, it writes mats. itself. Right, it does. Take a chance. Take a chance. That's what we're saying, because right now you're you're just in the crowd. Do you think that Kirshen thing's holding me back? Yep. I mean, I think a lot of comics know it and they just don't want to say it to you. Oh, but God. Kirshen
1: is like your albatross. It's one of <laughs> <laughs> It's true. And he's talking about Jerry Albatross. Yeah, Jerry. Uh, who, uh, a lot of people just know, Jerry no, he A just lot did. of people know it's Jerry Seinfeld now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But originally his last name was Albatross, and that's yeah. why they call it that. It's that's like the Achilles heel. That's where the name came it's from.
0: That, and Lou Gehrig's disease. Okay, nothing to do
1: with after Ryan, Jonathan
3: Achilles heel and Benjamin Gehrig's <laughs> disease.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin yeah.
0: Gehrig's disease was a, a very funny comic, but no one knew who right. it was.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh,
1: so where can people find you on the internet and stuff oh, like they that? They can and your podcast and stuff.
3: Yeah all the usual places on the Twitter and the Facebook and probably science is the podcast, which I know quite a few of your listeners have subsequently found. Give that a download. Uh, And live if I'm near you. Oh, we were going to talk about, I keep last time we were here, I was talking about trying to sort out something in Australia. Yes. Uh, Still talking about that. Still trying to make that happen. If any of your listeners want to see me in Australia and there's a venue near you, I'm thinking particularly the comics lounge in Melbourne and the Sydney comedy store, Tweet at them and email them and pester them because that stuff really does work I think is it like at the store double check that before you tweet the wrong one yeah
1: but it is at the store if you're on Twitter and um, yeah hit them up and like it. and that stuff does work and it, ha- it works everywhere the amount of times I go to clubs across the states and they said they were getting emails and stuff you know so people always hit me up and go hey come to blah 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 and I'm like yeah I'd love to but Not you obviously cool. don't understand how my life works <laughs> <laughs> I don't decide to go to somewhere and then the comedy club yeah. just kicks out whoever else was going to be there that week and lets it's, me go it's-
3: Partly our call. Cool. We you know it's a two way process. We right. have to agree terms and that kind of thing and agree to do it. But clubs also have a lot of comedians that they could potentially book. So if you want to see me there or any of us there, mm-hmm. right to them, email yeah. them and tweet at them and that stuff does have an effect.
1: Yeah, it really does. And you're yeah, and definitely listen to Probably Science, it's a fantastic podcast. So and much. of course, February nine, uh, at Nerdmelt, we will all be doing the faux Faux two hundredth show, which yes. is free. Some Come power along, house it's a really big party. yes. Uh, Jen Kirkman, Daniel Sloss, uh, Gareth Reynolds, and the two of you fellas. It is faux fengers assemble. Yeah, uh, it's going to be faux plosion. It's a f-
3: yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It's an anti faux
1: par. Oh, yeah? I quite like that. It's, it's a faux, faux party. party. I I, I did uh, have to resist calling out Christmas show that we're doing for the hundredth that Charlie and I are doing at the Sydney Comedy Store. It's called a very toe fop Christmas, but I was going to call it ho 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 fop.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but for the reason that I just did that and I decided that would be bad when is uh, the
0: movie will Philadelphia coming out because I want to see you just it's it would be like um, the uh, the uh, crocodile Dundee movie but it's you you going to um, Philadelphia
1: right but it's it's like the crocodile Dundee movie except I go to Philadelphia and instead of being a fish out of water I get AIDS) <laughs> Yeah. So you like get the ate. movie Philadelphia. I, didn't need, I need to point out in case anyone right. doesn't understand that reference. But you get exactly it from... Exactly like uh, the popular Oscar award-winning film, Philadelphia. You get it from a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Which is weird because I'm a vegetarian. Here's yeah, what I want to say really about weird. Philadelphia. A couple mm-hmm. of things. Go. Firstly, the crowds were fucking awesome. I had such a good time there at Helium at the club there. Thanks to everyone for coming out. Uh, and the people who drove from like uh, Jersey and all sorts of places to come and see the show. Yeah. And then uh, the second thing is I ate at the best vegan restaurant I've ever fucking eaten really? in my life. But I one saw of the top ten, One of the top ten restaurants oh, I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. It's called Veg V E D G E. And I was recommended And it was just near the hotel Where I was staying And so I went in by myself
3: And you're in a city of meat So you're looking for somewhere Right anywhere Right. That and is that's why it was meat. recommended
1: And yeah. it's like a fine dining restaurant But it's all vegan food But it's done like You know it It's like food You know yeah. What I mean? Like Yeah Yeah, huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised at how uh, Rarely I know oh, you wouldn't be surprised I know I also Yeah you also But it's brilliant Right So there's one called Crossroads here in LA, which is yeah. a fine dining vegan place. But There's this-
3: a lot of vegan restaurants around the world that you go in and go, oh, this smells of moss. Right.
1: <laughs> why is the smell of moss? Uh, why is that girl foraging in the corner? Uh, this is 35% rosemary. <laughs> you have had four successful movies now. This is full of mogworts. <laughs> God. I don't even know what they are. Nobody knows. Uh, so I um, it's, uh, yeah, vegan fine dining. It was one of those things where it's it's great because it's like smaller plates so you can try a bunch of things. And so I had this like mushroom soup and I'm there by myself just in the cold Philly. Are you and making noises? The first time that I've like put – like I've just – it tasted so fucking good but it also tasted like my body was like – that's what you're meant to eat. Why do you eat all these poisons constantly? Don't you understand? <laughs> Fuck. Maybe I do have to start foraging. Uh. So
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, make your own medicine, will. It's because yeah. you haven't had beef broth in so long. That's probably why. It is. <laughs> so anyway, it was a delicious meal, and I tweeted about it afterwards, um, with no intention other than it was just one of the best meals I'd had in yeah. it, such a long time. So I decided I would go back the next night. I was there only there for one more night. When am I going to get back to Philly? I might as well go back and try some other things. So I didn't eat all day yeah. so I could have more food. I'm but not it, sure it, that's how it works, but okay.
3: It really. I've made that mistake before. I Like when you're going to a buffet or whatever, and you're like, which by the way is just garbage. Why? What? Yeah. Why do I do? I still do that sometimes. I'm no. like, I can afford meals, and why am I having seven of the thing that I don't really want <laughs> <to> <laughs> just,
1: rather than just one
3: plate of yeah. something I enjoy. So, so, but yeah. If you don't eat all day, then your stomach kind of shrinks a bit, and you actually can't eat as well. Yeah, without-
1: but that's not my problem. My problem is my brain, my brain that knows how many calories and whatever I can eat right. to like stay at a certain weight for my hips and whatever. So I need to like okay. calm my brain into like I'll force down the food. I don't give a shit. Right. Right. Although, as this story goes on, you'll see that maybe that wasn't the best plan that I've ever had. Go on. So, I have um. I've gone into the restaurant. And I, um, decide I'll order instead of the three things I had the day before, which was probably, you know, three was enough for me to be like pretty full. And I thought, you know what? I'll have, I'll have four, right? That'll be pretty good. I'll have four things. So I've ordered these four things and, yeah. And so the first one comes out and it's fucking delicious and I'm having such a great time. And then, like this little in between sort of meal comes out, this thing that I didn't order, and oh. they're like, "Oh, just something from the kitchen." And mousse, I thought, well, you know. Boosh or bigger? Bigger, uh-huh. but like, but maybe in that size that it could still be something like that, yeah. right?" So I've kind of done that thing of going, "Oh, well, you know what? I was here two nights in a row, and like you know, so I guess that, like, oh yeah, that's nice. They've sent mm-hmm. something out from the kitchen, so I have my next bit, and now I'm starting to fill up because you know the extra yeah. thing, and then like another thing comes out, and another it's like, free thing, yeah, another free thing, and it's like meal sized, another free thing. Now they're fucking with you, right? And then I'm like, okay, well, this is like, all right, I guess. I mean, it's is there great. Hidden, is there a hidden camera? I'd like to eat it all. <laughs> and then my, my other thing comes out. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then the chef, like, who runs the Twitter account and is like the chef who works in the restaurant as well yeah. who'd read my tweet the night before like was just really excited that I tweeted about it and then he comes out with like dessert as well
2: <laughs> <laughs> so now
1: I've been at like a progressive meal basically right
3: well you have a large number of Twitter followers so they probably suddenly like, they'll see a tweet and look at the account and go oh shit who the hell is this yeah.
1: right well there was that moment where I was like oh could I have been doing this all the time <laughs> Like, this is awesome. Like, and then I seem really generous because I like, twi- I like tipped really big because I thought I'll cover the food, like, at least the food I got for free, right? Yeah. And then you're like, and I feel really generous, but I didn't like really if I just paid for that food, that's what it would have cost. Wow. It was so good, anyway. It was great. So I hope this plug also gives me well, that another... Was like, like a, you're
3: suddenly going to start getting packages arriving in LA. Right.
1: That
0: was like a podcast encore because he signed off. I've already signed off. We, I've already people,
3: I've given my details. I've asked people to tweet into people clubs. People need to oh, know. Right, please do. Thank you very but much. This is, what you. I,
1: this is what I like. I, I like to put content around the plugs so that people don't start to hear the plugs and then just turn off. Right. right. Sometimes if you turn off on the plugs, you might miss like some of the best bits of the show. some, yeah. some
3: really good soup material. Right. So, Dave...
0: Um, at dave anthony on twitter yeah i'll be at the riot uh festival here in january uh i don't know the exact dates but i'm pretty sure i'm there on the 17th right uh i'll be there let's hope the riot festival
1: doesn't actually combine with actual riots that are still oh, no. going on it's, in america it, after each show there's a horrible <laughs> riot it's pretty uh, great
3: yeah i've heard about that right
1: and then uh,
0: in March I'll be in San Francisco at the Punchline opening for Eddie Pepitone and hopefully running a lot of my bits from the oh that'll be fun from the nice for the festival and then people have been asking about festival dates so here here's what we know right now uh, hopefully the venue will be secured today uh, there's some paperwork happening and but my dates are March 31st and April 1st are the preview shows correct. And then, and then I will be doing shows up until April nineteenth. Every day I'll be doing a show, and then hopefully uh, the twentieth and twenty first of April, Gareth and I will go to Sydney to do two shows—probably a live dollop and stand up, or my one man show—and he'll do stand up uh, before. And hopefully the dollop, the live dollop, or two dollops will happen between uh, the april 19th and i think it's the 12th so the 12th to the 19th somewhere in there and then the last week of the festival i think is it the last yep. week or is it the second so the last, last week, the so last week yeah. yeah so so the last week of the festival is when the live dollop will happen somewhere in there uh and then i'll be running i'll be running hopefully running the show in new york at one point and here in la nice before i go
3: oh if we're doing dates so i completely forgot well, right. I'm going to be in London over the holidays. I'm going to be in Essex on the 12th. I don't, I'm not sure where. I think it's Southend. Fuck knows where. But uh, oh, is that, are you supposed then, to say it like that? Yeah, exactly. They're, they'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> Toledo, Ohio, over a Valentine's Day oh, weekend. congratulations! Thank you. So I don't wow, know if, uh, you got the big gig. Toledo is a town for lovers. Lovers' say. town. Yep. I'm going to be yep. in Alaska at Chilcot Charlie's. Oh, in, uh, are you with? Uh, are you with Gersh? Uh, no, but it's oh. different. I think these are different gigs. It's a it's
0: non-Gersh gig in Alaska.
3: It's uh, through Chailey. Do you know Greg Chailey? Uh he's with
1: with Kirsch. Did you not listen Uh, to this podcast?
3: (laughs) (laughs) But the week the week around the kind of seventh to the eleventh of April, I'm gonna be at Chilcot Charlie's in I think that's in Fairbanks. So it's a whole week in Fairbanks. I've heard of that club. And now what's the
0: what's the sunlight situation there in April? There's a lot of sunlight. I, you
1: know. did, I did Alaska around that time of the year. There was a lot of sunlight, yeah. but yeah. it wasn't a fully. It wasn't full. Day. But it
3: was warmish by that point, right? Warmish, yeah. Because I, I got offered March as well, and I thought I'd probably want it
1: slightly away from the winter. Yeah, no, warmish. I think you'll be all right. Um, so I uh, I have dates as well oh, like everyone has yay. dates yeah, hello uh, we all have things going on guys
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I am at the Sydney Comedy Store all this uh, week uh, well actually you know but when people hear this I'll still be in Denver uh, you can see me at Comedy Works downtown in Denver uh, then from Tuesday through to the Saturday, uh, Sunday the pre- next week I am at uh, the Sydney Comedy Store doing my fully improvised shows what are you what are you talking about Will um, they are pretty much sold out but there's like maybe a hundred tickets left or something so um, Getting quick if you want to come and see those shows, uh, and then uh, January 19 at the Sydney Opera House, two shows Willuminati. Uh, Illuminati. Um, it's going to be huge. Uh, please buy tickets, and, and you know, and it'll sell out, and it'll be a good show, and people will enjoy it. And then you know, they can watch the DVD. And well, basically, here's what's happening. I'm not really going to make any money on doing these shows. I'm kind of like making the DVD with the money from the shows. So it'd be great if the shows sold out. For two reasons. one, well, so, so they sold out, that would be great so for the DVD, but yeah. second, so that it doesn't actually cost me actual money as well. yeah, right it would right. just be good if it cost so me.'re self producing the DVD. Yeah, we've got a little bit of a deal. We still have a bit of a remaining deal, but we wanted to keep all the international stuff, right because like I don't mind putting it out in Australia They're on DVD. Because people will be able to get it at some stage, and people in Australia have had the opportunity to see it already. Yeah. So if they want to buy the DVD, that's cool. And at some stage down the track, I imagine we'll sell a bit of it as a TV show or whatever, right? But we wanted to keep all the international rights so that we could hopefully get a Netflix, you know, put on Netflix or Hulu yeah, or, or whatever, Coin Central or HBO or Time right. or one of those. Exactly. Things. So, um, so. Yeah, so we're paying for a lot of it, and all so right. it'd be right. great if people bought tickets. This is not some big, you know, thing for it, but it'll just be great. It'll be yeah. a great night, and it is selling really well. But yeah, buy tickets. That'd be great. Uh, <clears throat> uh, February nine, uh, Nerd Melt. It's free. I don't know how we're going to manage that with like how I we know. tell. But there'll Here, be some sort of.
0: It, there's a problem with it. When I did my album recording, I offered free, and then all these people, and I just said, "But I'll, I'll have a ticket limit," and then. I would say
1: a third of the people don't show up, which is what happens when you do right. a free
0: show. So you just have to say, come.
1: I think that's what we're going to do. Yeah. I don't think there will be so many people like for, like, you know, Fofop's not that big in LA, but I think there'll be enough of us uh, to have a great party in that think room. It'll be pretty good. You know, and we can jam it out and we can yeah. go in and we can, we'll, we'll make it work Yeah, because that's what the night's going to be about. You right. know? So, uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for being here guys. Dave, can you sign out for us, please?
0: Fo
3: and a spooky was. <laughs>